Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are still married to the games. Zero, seven, nine. How are you guys doing out there? It's your boy, Gabe Patillo. Joined with or by, if you're an English teacher, please let me know. I still don't know if that's right yet. Timothy Hall and Tim, the happiest place on earth, Tiger Claw Router. And, uh, we are happy that you guys are here. We appreciate you guys being here. And uh we're making it work. We're a day late, but we're not a dollar short. The show's always free anyway. Happy second Sunday. And um I mean, we might as well kick it off with Tim Router. I mean, you've been on a cruise. Yeah, buddy. You've been out of the country. You're in Florida. You're at the happiest place on earth. There, what is going down? Fireworks going off right now just as soon as you <laughs> said, oh, yes, yes, y'all. It's like they knew that you, that we were all joining together. They did know. There's fireworks did know. going off. There's there's boat horns sounding. It's a celebration for episode Dogs 79. Dogs and cats living together. Living Mass together. Yeah. Mass hysteria. Birds are talking. <laughs> I am in the happiest place on earth. Um, I am sitting on the second floor of the Grand Floridian Resort, um, which is just an amazing mm. place. Um, my, I've said this before. My parents are part of the Disney Vacation Club, um, and we they had planned this family trip for a long, long time. And so we are staying at the, the Grand Floridian Villas as part of the Disney Vacation Club. And it is it's freaking beautiful. I mean, it's just there's there's nothing bad i could say about this place when you know when some people think of disney i would think if single people people don't think of disney as a place to really go to you know instead it'd be more for families but really like they have it down they have everything down to the t here and they just treat you right and it's just so much fun so there are fireworks going off at the magic kingdom right now i don't know if anybody can hear the the thunderous um, the the clap from the fireworks because it's kind of bouncing off all the resorts here, but it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful night. It's like seventy degrees, and I'm pretty much living the life. Um, started off the first first half of the week. We were on a cruise. This was actually the cruise that um, Disney gave us twenty five percent off because the last cruise I was on, as everybody knows, I was rocking and rolling in the Caribbean with Hurricane Sandy, and it was it was pretty intense this cruise however was it just it was a totally different world like we actually got to go on the deck and go on the go in the pool and like actually (laughs) they turned off the hurricane machine yeah the hurricane machine was not i mean it was calm it was beautiful we uh it was a three-day cruise so we ended up leaving we ended up leaving um Port Canaveral on Sunday. We went to uh, Nassau mm-hmm. on Monday, and we we did the Atlantis. Um, we did an Atlantis trek, which is like their water park, which is amazing. So we were all day in Atlantis there in Nassau, and then we went to Disney has their own island, which is called Castaway Key, and we spent a day there. Beautiful beach, and then we were a day at sea on Wednesday and came back uh, this morning. It docked at like 5 a.m. and we were up at 6 a.m. Oh to, to debark, and it was just—it's I'm exhausted, <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was so much fun. The family uh, we're just having a great time. Piper is just being amazing on this trip. She's um, she had her tubes done on Monday uh, before we left on that that Sunday. Did just incredible, and so like. 
I, and she actually has a bit of a runny nose, and I guarantee you, if we didn't do the tubes beforehand, she would have had an ear infection on this trip, right. and we probably would have right. been miserable. So it's been fantastic. No Hurricane Sandy issues. It was actually a little bumpy coming back um, because apparently you have to call, you cross over like this Gulf Stream, and that's where there's more swells. So it was kind of rocking a little bit. So I had a little bit of some flashbacks of like ducking and covering, but, um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's been all good. And, um, so now we got up at 6am, had to get off the ship by about eight thirty nine o'clock, went back to the airport, got our rental cars, checked into the Grand Floridian, and then immediately went over to the animal kingdom and spent the day there and just got back. And I've just, we're all just shot. So, nice. but, so we're going to sleep well tonight. We're going to wake up feeling refreshed. Mickey's going to come greet us saying, hello, haha, let's go. And we're going <laughs> to, I was going to ask when you saw uh, Mickey, was he like, Tim? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you're back. Yeah. So, uh, Piper is now calling Mickey geeky, which is hilarious, but she's, uh, she's just loving it. So we go to the magic kingdom tomorrow, which is great. We just wake up, pop on the monorail and it's the first stop. So, um, yeah, man, I really can't complain. We're very blessed. Everything's been really great. And clearly I've gotten zero gaming in, in this situation. Right, of course. Uh, the only gaming I did was with me and my nephew in their arcade. They did have Galaga, which we played some Galaga, which was awesome. Um, sure. We played some air hockey, and we played a little Guitar Hero. So that's pretty much the only hmm. the only gaming I've done. That's okay. Um, that counts. Yeah. I mean, so I guess, I guess it, it kind of counts. <laughs> so um, the only other thing I could say is uh, we were shopping before we left, and I stopped in with – I was actually changing Piper's diaper on the way back to go find Mommy. And I was like, hmm, let's just go into GameStop real quick. And uh, so I was chatting with the guy for a little bit. He's like, yeah, we got Second Son pre-sale, and you get additional DLC with it. And I remembered that I had a GameStop card uh, from my parents back at Christmas. So I'm like, done, let's do that. So I've got my pre-order waiting for me of Second Son. As soon as I get back, I will probably pick that joint up on my way back from the airport. That's what you need to do. And, uh, and priorities, it, Jack, it'll be amazing. So the dog can wait. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. So life is good, man. It's uh vacation's nice. It's just exhausting. It's hilarious to see. There's two types of people I've noticed in Disney theme parks, the people, the families that are just kind of happy. They're all together. They're like getting ice cream together. They're doing their stuff. And, and there's the people in line who are like hair disheveled, like, Try wrestling their kids, saying, Jimmy, we're not getting ice cream then if you're going to be that way. Just get right. get back over here, sit down, or we're not going, we're going right back to the hotel. And it's exactly. like, I, I'm seeing more and more of that dynamic between. What did we talk about earlier? What did we talk about earlier? <laughs> exactly. What did we talk about earlier? Exactly. Help, two. Jimmy, help your sister. Help your sister right two now. Two and a half. Get up off the ground. You, two and, two and, and three quarters. <laughs> Two and fifteen sixteenths. Uh, exactly. That's just that's just the parent that doesn't want to discipline their kids. They yes. just want them to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Come but on. I mean, we're all. I mean, we're a group of ten, uh, and we're all like, we're just having a ball together, and it's 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 great to just have everybody together. The kids are getting along great. Piper's just loving all of her cousins, and so um, that this was the kind of the, this vacation was all due to Hurricane Sandy. Really, it was all. Because it of, made up for it, huh? Yeah, because of uh, what had happened. My mom jumped on, on the fact that, hey, this is a, a three-day cruise at a nice deep discount. Plus, she also gets another discount being a Disney Vacation Club member. So to her, it's like, hey, let's just do this other family vacation. So um, That's a good lookout that Disney would give people a discount on something they could have no control over. Yeah, and it's funny. We were talking hmm. to some of the crew members, and some of them actually we remembered who were on that ship. And like, yeah, that was kind of rough. And one of the uh, cast members had said that out of all the ships that were 
uh, out at sea during Hurricane Sandy, <laughs> of course this is going to happen. We were the only one that never went south and up and around to the Gulf uh, Coast. We were the only one, I guess, stupid enough to be out there just bobbing it out. Everybody else went down south and around the Gulf, which is calmer seas, and they could at least open up the deck and pool. And, you know, people would basically – you would basically have three days out at sea on the ship. Right. We didn't have – I mean, we had three days out at sea on a ship just bobbing back and forth with 85-mile-an-hour <laughs> winds. So you couldn't go to the pool. You couldn't do anything. Like, you had to hold your hat because it, it would have flown right off. Oh so it was – what a difference this cruise has been. And uh, I am so done babbling right now. I missed you guys. I'm so thankful we can still do this. I did not want to miss another uh, another podcast because I'm the only one out of the three of us that have missed one. And I, I want to – Keep keep with it, and and so I appreciate you guys pushing it back just a little bit. But we are good to go, and I'd love to hear about how you're all how y'all's week has been. Yeah, Hall. I sat down and uh, played The Walking Dead season two, episode two, in one sitting. Excellent. Boom. Yeah, it was great. Yep, man. It, it like pulls building. you in, and you just don't you don't let go of it. It, it just keeps building, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. And you know, sadly, I haven't played either of the episodes yet. <sighs> Gabe, get with the program. Oh, Gabe. I they're know. actually, they're longer than I remember. I think episode really? one I think being they're shorter. Actually, episode, well, episode two for me was like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I play. I, I want to say that maybe I play slower, but I don't think I do because they didn't give you a lot of time to take like free reign on episode two. It was mainly a pretty just linear. story. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um, what else? And played some more Mass Effect 3. Excellent. Downloaded Crazy Taxi for iOS. Of course you did. Why wouldn't it you? Free, it was free. Baby. Oh, it is right now? It was. It I think was, it still is, yeah. It, it might still be. But Get the it. main yeah, reason I, I was it. excited about it is because it has the original music. That's what my tweet said. I was like, shoot, I don't know if this is about to be any good, but the offspring is on it. That's the only reason I'm getting it. Exactly. Those songs are burned into my brain because I played the Dreamcast version so much. Me too, Jack. Gosh, I could go play the Dreamcast version right now. I should just do that (laughs) when I'm done. That's amazing. Um, I love it. But the iOS version is surprisingly playable. Um, I thought the same thing. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Because, like, I was thinking, like, this is going to be crap. Like, it's free, so I'll download it and check it out. But, no, it's actually quite playable. I thought so, too. Like, I've finished every crazy box uh, challenge except for one. And I thought going into it, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do any of these with these freaking touch controls. But it happened to be way better than I thought it was. Yeah, definitely. Is there – did they remove the um, the little – um, thing that you can do where, you know, like on the Dreamcast version, if you would switch to reverse and then switch to drive real fast, like you could punch the gas and it would basically yeah, give you, you kind of a, a boost. You can still do that. You just double tap drive this oh, instead. Oh, okay. So you go drive, drive, and it does it. And oh, then well, so reverse they made it is the easier. same thing. And then you can double tap left or right, and it gives you the sharp drift turn. Got it. Got it. I don't know Your how I did about to be changed. Up. I mean, there's uh, there's no way for you to figure it out yourself. I mean, it was just on one of those loading screens that it told me. Oh, I didn't even, I guess I didn't see that one. Exactly. Well, that's, there that's you all. go. 
that's always great when a game can like you go in expecting the controls to really really suck, but then it kind of surprises you. Because isn't that kind of the case with a lot of the iOS games, like the games that you grew up playing or that they're trying to bring back? Like it always ends up kind of sucking because you have you have the control system there and it just doesn't work as well. But um, it's nice to hear that something like this is working pretty nice. If they yeah. if they do a good job of adapting the controls, it's not a big deal. Like with the Final Fantasy games, they made them touch. Right. Like touch-based, so they actually... Makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, they did the work, you know, whereas there's a lot of games on uh, iOS that just have a virtual controller, basically. Yeah. Like, they don't even try. They're just like, here... So they just got, la- they got lazy, like, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, it's not lazy, but they just might not have thought that it would make that big a difference. It, it, but it, it really, and really it does. it just really does, yeah. yeah. So you must be close to the end of ME3, then. Yeah, I'm like a little over 20 hours, so I got to be close. That's yeah. awesome. And um, after that, I'm heading over to AC3. I picked that up Sweet. last week. So. Okay, good luck. AC3. <laughs> or AC4, oh, I mean. Okay, Whoops. good. Oh, yeah. I, was like, I was like, huh. <laughs> I, I was about to go sweet, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I no, I mean, you know. I haven't played two or three or Brotherhood or it Revelation. It doesn't matter. So. That's the beauty of this game. It does not matter. And I yeah, actually, I applaud them for not having to, you know, it's basically, a, it's separate from all that and it's great. So I'm so excited that you're playing it and that's fantastic. Yeah, I will be for sure. Nope, um, there's a boat. Yeah. <laughs> That's Ladies and gentlemen, did I get at least one number right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I did play bingo. I was going for that 10,000 jackpot bingo and didn't really win anything. So, oh. Yeah, it was close, but eh. not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was way off. Nice. Oh, I've been hearing everybody talk about their March Madness brackets and they're like, gosh, I, I lost right away. You know, no. like I lost in game one. <laughs> yeah, it's jacked up this year. So. I like that though. Like everybody that you think is going to win doesn't win. I always love the Cinderella stories, and those are always fun to to follow. Well, yeah, I, the only person happy about it is Warren Buffett. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because you know he put up a billion dollars for somebody who got a correct bracket all the way through. No, he didn't. Yes. Yeah, that's the whole. That's why everybody's you, participating. Oh Lord, man! I, I mean, wish, more than ever. Can at you least. imagine being that rich that you can raffle off a billion dollars? A billion dollars. A billion. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't you give that back to the government so we can actually like get our taxes reduced a heck of a lot more? Uh, uh, that won't do anything. No, it really won't. Yeah. <laughs> You're better yeah, off just giving it to people They could out take the all of the like all of the rich people in America. They could take all their money and it wouldn't help. The- no, it really wouldn't. They could make, they, and they could take all Apple's money too. Could, yeah, still wouldn't help. Exactly, and they could create their own government if they wanted to, and it probably run way more efficiently. But hey, that's that's a <laughs> hell. Yeah, let's sign up for Apple's government. That's, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Oh, that's I think. Apple's next product, government. <laughs> that's hilarious. I government, I think. I government. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Nice. I like that. Uh, Work has been a little soft this week. Nice. Um, I probably should have started with the work update, but there's we just completed. Um, there's this show called uh, Music Mesa that they do in Germany, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the time where all of us audio companies start releasing stuff. So we released a new product this past week for Music Mesa, and then we're kind of quiet probably until 
I think maybe the AES show, and that's in like September. So we've got a while. Then we've got Summer Nam coming up next. No, is that June? It's either June or July. I can't remember. We got Summer Nam coming up and Nashville recording workshops. There's some stuff in the fire, but as far as new products go, we've we've got a little while on that. So my work's kind of died down a bit. I was going to ask if nice. you're going to the, any of those shows and, you know, how often, how many shows, I'm assuming some of these shows are kind of like an E3 for, you know, audio engineers and that kind of, or a CES or something like that, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Like basically you're, the NAM show would be the equivalent of the E3. It's like the big one that everybody knows that right. most of the hobbyists go to. Uh, the AES mm-hmm. show is more of a, it's almost like GDC. It's where all the, the audio engineers and the people who are in like the heavy side of the business go like they're not the hobbyists really, if that makes sense. Mm. Gotcha. So it's kind of more of a professionals show. Um, I think this year we're going to do AES and that's up in New York. Uh, Summer Nam we're not going to do, but that's here in town. So that's kind of, it's pretty easy to just hop on over there and kind of go meet with be a part of it yeah yeah the the main thing we do with conventions is we go there to meet uh meet companies that we work with so companies that we've partnered with and we're working on projects with we'll go there so that we can all get together and talk yeah you guys don't set up a booth or anything right it's really more for you guys to kind of mingle with the people you need to mingle with right yeah it's it's a trade show you know it's it's where you go to meet with it's exactly like the gaming industry does gotcha um but we used to do a booth, but our products are a lot less consumer facing at this point. Right. So we're more in the enterprise type of stuff. Um, like that console I showed off, what was it? A couple of weeks ago on Instagram. That was the last big console we shipped out. And that was, I think in the neighborhood of 500,000. Wow. So Gracious. we, we do the, the big heavy. The, the most mostly the big stuff, not the consumer facing stuff. So getting a booth for us is kind of it's hard to justify in some cases. Nice, especially when you got to slog around like huge co- consoles. I was gonna say that's a lot of schlepping of consoles to do. Exactly, <laughs> Oof. schlepping. Oofa. It's just a lot of a lot of the the stuff now is kind of moving. Uh, it's it's moving in a different direction. The film. Film industry still buys the big consoles, but recording studios barely exist anymore, like music recording studios. So, huh? I guess because you just don't need it because the technology's there now. Like, yeah. Any, the, does it? Is it safe to say that anybody can if can record? Not necessarily, but not everybody is you know good at it, or you know you really have to. Like, we've talked about this before. It's in your blood, but the technology mm-hmm. is there that the average Joe Blow can pretty much you know, get the software that they need to create something in their own house. That's, yeah, exactly. Not everybody say, right? needs, yeah, not everybody needs that expensive solution. Right. So, you know, like for instance, recording the podcast, we don't need to use special tools. We can all record ourselves on yeah. audacity and that's free. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, you know the professional implications and applications used to be the only thing there was. And then if you wanted to have like, you know, a decent demo type of thing, you could buy a tape machine for like 300 bucks, like a small tape machine. Mm. You know, and that's 300 bucks, 80s dollars. So, 
80s it used to be it used to be kind of expensive to get into this stuff but now you know you buy a mac and it comes with it so i just beat another level of candy crush while you guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry about that that's awesome (laughs) yeah gabe you should go i'm sorry mr patillo you've been i took it over there for a minute you are home you have a honeydew list what is going on with you oh man the honey boo boo list the honey boo boo i ain't gonna do it (laughs) um not much has been going on. We got, we, uh, it's been a good week. Got some writing done. Jenny, uh, worked. Um, Amara is getting older, mm. our, our daughter. And it's just so crazy to watch her grow up. Um, two things happened this week. She used the potty like five times, oh, which is a big deal. That's huge to be working our way out of diapers. And then this is how closely these jokers listen. I don't even know what happened, but like, I think Sadie was upstairs, our dog, and like jumped down from on top of the couch and like made a big like bump sound. And Amara goes, Oh snap. I was like, Oh snap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and then you said, Oh snap. Yeah. And I was like, Oh snap. Did she just say, Oh snap? <laughs> so, um, now that the was time, crazy. brother. You have to watch what you say. I know I, I'm exactly. Doing that now too. It's weird. <laughs> it's so and weird so, what they pick uh, up. Yeah, that's been crazy. And then uh Persona 4, been playing that. What do we think? I like it. I'm still like, I'm still in the first five hours. So you're on so, the fence? It, no, 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 I'm not on the fence. I, I, I like it. Um I'm glad I bought it. Like, you know, I mean, of course, if I got it for free, it'd been awesome. But like, you know, I'm I'm not regretting anything or anything like that. It's fun. Um There's voice acting all over over the thing it's crazy how much voice acting there hmm. is good voice um, especially acting, for, though, right yeah i mean it's it's over the top but it's not it, i'm just impressed with how much there is that's cool because like hmm. usually for an rpg every conversation is not going to have voice acting and this one like almost every conversation has voice acting wow and it's just nuts it feels more like you know when it comes to voice acting feels like ah, i don't know it's just like if you've played a lot of japanese RPGs, like you're just used to reading everything because there's so much to read. It's not mm. like Western RPGs where um, there's a seriousness to it. And so, there, of course, there's voice acting and Mass Effect type stuff. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so that's been cool. I'm, I'm still figuring out all the fighting things and everything like that. So that's fun. And you're doing that um, on Vita, right? Doing that on Vita because my PS3 has been completely emasculated. Uh-oh. Because... Mm-hmm. All it's played is Frozen for the last week. The movie Frozen. <laughs> nice. That's that, that's my wife brought it home from Target the other night, and that's all my PS3's Homie, been doing. I bought that on the ship. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet it was forty five dollars. The source. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mickey handed it to him. Um, no. So, like, I can't even use YouTube on my phone anymore. Like, right when I put out, no, yeah. put in like L, it's like let it let go, go, frozen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Isn't it so, have like um, over like 50 million hits or something ridiculous right now? I mean, probably in 49 million of them is the Patillo household, <laughs> right? And then the other is is the Router household. <laughs> she <laughs> loves. That's those we songs, it, man. We saw it on 3D again on the ship in the movie theater, in their movie theater. Wow. It that's was, incredible. It was insane. Yeah. She watched it this morning. I think twice. And it was twice. packed too. Oh, it's unbelievable. This movie's taking over. I know. It's crazy to see it being so popular. I think it's because like the kid, and I don't know if the generation before us had this, but like 
our generation had Lion King. Yeah. And so we like really want our kids to like something. And I wonder if that's what's happening is like, it's really important to us because we had such a good one growing up. It's, I don't know. It's already surpassed the Lion King though. Oh, I bet it has. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one wow. of their, it's one of their heavy hitters now. It's, it's a big one. But I wonder if like adults were enjoying cartoons back in the day as much as adults enjoy cartoons now. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, Shrek yeah. and all that, they like bent it towards adults. Yeah. You know, it's very and, true. and you're like, uh, anyway. And they were playing the Lion King on the ship too, out, uh, by the pool. And you could see, you could tell like the difference in like the, that's like a Disney animated classic. Frozen is, oh, yeah. is it, it, the animation now is so much different, but holy cow, seeing it in 3D, the animation just ups yeah, it to a level. whole nother level. Like they just like with all the snow and every little intricate detail, like because we're gamers, I think I appreciate graphically how it is a lot more because there's mm-hmm. so much detail in it. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm very partial to the 2D stuff, but that's because, you know, we all grew up with it. Came so. up with it, yeah. I don't like 3D, like the glasses 3D, but yeah. I enjoy this. I enjoy CG. I mean, you yeah. Know. I mean, I I will typically not go to a 3D movie just because I don't. And really, yeah, if you have the option, yeah, yeah. You, you really can't tell a ton. I mean, there's a, a few things that you pick up with, but mm-hmm. it's just it's not there yet. Still, I think exactly. Hmm. Um, and then we kind of have an exciting show today because number one. Uh, we get to give away uh, The Last of Us, oh, the yeah. game The Last of Us. And then uh, we got Jason Stansel on the show. Jason freaking Stansel yeah. is on the show today. Uh, and when you're listening to this, Second Son would have come out. So that's exciting. I texted him today. I was like, dude, so the reviews are rolling out. How you feeling? He was like, you know, you always wish for more, but we're really happy with how people are enjoying it and things like that. So that's really cool. Um, router, even though you're in, the, even though you're in the happiest place on earth, do you think you could pull it off? Oh, well, even when I'm on vacation, I'm still thinking of you guys, I have everything put together. Let's do it. We've got new releases this week. Well, let's go, everybody. Uh-huh. March 16th <laughs> through the 22nd. And, of course, Friday, March 21st. We've been talking about forever. It is finally here. Infamous Second Son for the PS4. Everybody go get your mm-hmm. copy. Congratulations to Sucker Punch and another game that we just can't wait to play. This is going to be great. We got a couple other games. Hey, did you hear that? It was showing up like way early to people's house. Like uh, a guy named Raven that listens to the show. I have his question, by the way. Well, we can get to that in the questions. He he kind of sent us an email about that. About the second son thing? Yes. And we can let's talk about that in our little questions. Oh, okay, segment. great. Did he send sure one about his about Xbox now? get no, to? No, no, let's just talk about it now. Okay, so here's what he, he wrote. He said, um, guys, I have my copy of second son early and have been Playing and it's amazing, having an amazing time with it. However, shortly after some uh, great fun times, I learned that there was a lot of us that got it early, either by getting it shipped to us early, my case, or stores breaking street date. The bad part is some of the people that got it early are YouTube posters and just went to town leaking everything. Right. How do you guys feel about this situation? Personally, I believe they just ruined a good thing. You got it early, enjoy it, but don't spoil it for everyone else. 
Yeah, I'm. I know that's right. That when it comes to a new game, and I did this for The Last of Us too. I purposely didn't jump on YouTube for any to and watch any gameplay. And you know, I, I don't. I think it's up. It's your discretion if you're gonna click on a YouTube video that says "Infamous Second Son." Be prepared to be spoiled. You know, I think that's yeah. just the way it goes, especially if you pre-order the game and don't have it yet. I think maybe he's. May, well, I was gonna say maybe he's referring to people that just post videos like that with that vague title. It's true. So they have no idea they're gonna be watching story moments. And yeah, like, and, oh, crap. and I'm careful. Like I subscribe to Sony's to the PlayStation YouTube channel. So if something comes out that says infamous gameplay on it and it's coming from Sony, you know, they're not going to leak it out until release date. So I'm pretty careful to make sure that I, you know, I don't want to. Uh, and I know some re- uh, reviewers get it early and some YouTubers get it early too. They can't talk about it until street date, but they can at least play it. And I, it's really, I think it's your discretion. If you, if you want to, you know, <clears throat> go through those waters, go right ahead. But I did this for The Last of Us where I purposely did not watch anything, read anything. I don't even know what reviews are out about the game yet. I want to I want to figure this out on my own because I've... I know, but the thing is kind of jacked up that people are putting it out there, just period. Like, before it comes out, like, it's almost like bootlegging a movie, like, before... Oh, yeah. The, the company gets to, like, present it in the way they want to present it, and you're throwing it on YouTube. I just think it's a little jacked up that people get stuff early and then not just spoil stuff for people, but also give you... uh like a walkthrough of the game yeah. before you're even av- yeah, uh, before you're even able to get it. That's you know what I mean? Whole, that's the whole point of this game is to experience it and to run around and you know do and with this game that's exactly what you do. I mean, why spoil it and have walkthroughs and you know do those tips and tricks when people have gotten the game and when you figure things out. Don't do it, you know, before. But um, yeah, and Raven got his early as a beast. I think he got his on the seventeenth. Yeah, he got and, his uh, early. By the way, and that's incredible. And his name is is Ray. His full name is Ray Garza, but he yep. goes by Raven. So, man, thank you so much for emailing that to us, and and we love uh, talking about this stuff, and and we're with you on this. I think it's amazing you got yours early, but um, yeah, I was yeah, so it's jealous. Just, it's just one of those things that if you're looking for it, you can get it. And you will be spoiled. If you're not looking for it, and if you choose to not and wait until release day, and then put it in and, and play it, then that's. I mean, and that's exactly what I'm doing. The good thing is I'm on vacation, so it doesn't matter to me. But as soon as I get back, that thing is going right in, and 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 you know, then then the magic and the experience begins, and that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's you know, it's just one of those things. But um, so apart- Jason was like, Jason was like, what the heck? I don't even have my copy yet. And Ray, <laughs> I got his already. That's amazing. I was like, I know that's right. So a couple other things that are coming out um, this week, Metal Gear Solid five ground zeros being released for 360 right. PS3, PS4, Xbox one. It Final- is at Redbox, baby. It is. Yep. Well, there you so have a it. short campaign. Go pick it up there. There you go. Yeah, they say it's really short, but they say it's, I think they're saying it's good. People are enjoying it. And this yeah, is, that's what I've heard, man. This is so the prologue to the Phantom. This is the prologue to the Phantom Pain. Am I correct? Yeah, it has, it's basically, it's called Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. Ground Zeroes. So you can assume that it's kind of like that, um, where Dead Rising, they did that, uh, Case Zero thing. Mm. So they released that $5 downloadable game before the game came out. Yeah, except this one's not five dollars. Yeah, this isn't five. <laughs> hey, it, it can be red. It is discount though. I think isn't it like forty dollars or something like that? It's I think it's thirty. 
It was supposed yeah. to be 40 on next gen, but they, I think they brought it down to 30. Interesting. So, um, also Final Fantasy X and X2 HD Remaster. There we go. Are coming out for PS3 and Vita. Wait, uh, that's, oh crap. Yeah, I that's out. Vita, yeah, X man. and X2 HD. Oh crap. If I wasn't in the middle of Persona, I'd be, be on buying that, right? that. I mean, already. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's if I don't get week. a Vita, I'll get it for PS3. So. There you go. Uh, a few others. Uh, Yeba. How much more awesome is it going to be on Vita? I know. They have it in, in the bed. That's like a Vita game. That's what I'm saying. That's like uh, Gabe's ultimate fantasy. Ultimate. <laughs> my ultimate final fantasy. Yeah, that's going to be amazing for you. I'll, I'm, I'll be happy for you. I will not play it, but I will be happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, just a couple others. Uh, Yeba, Ninja Gaiden Z for the PS3 and the Xbox 360. And Dead Rising 3, The Last Agent for X-Bone is out. I believe, is that DLC? It must be. Sounds like it. So For uh, some reason, at very first, I thought you said The Last Asian, and I was like, that is weird. <laughs> and racist, all at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're like, why is it, why is the, why is a ninja got to be Asian? Yeah, right? He can be white or black, whatever. He could be whatever else. That's right. So those Ninja are, Gaiden, the those last are new Asian. releases, man. It's 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 March. It's you know we're getting toward the ends of March, and we've got some more and more exciting games starting to come up. And Second Son is starting to lead the way, so it's very very cool. Yeah, man. Moving on to the top selling games. Oh, you know what? While we're in new releases, real quick, um, little news bit: Titanfall got pushed back for the Xbox 360. Oh, I know. Wah, wah. So April, April eighth, eleventh for eleventh oh, for the UK, April eighth for yeah, you. April eighth in North America, April eleventh for Europe. That sucks. That does suck. Interesting. interesting. And it makes you wonder, like the game has been done, so maybe they're pushing it back so they can sell more Xbox Ones. Uh, that you could be very right. I have a news item about that. When we get to it, I'll. I think I'm with you on that one. All right. Well, let's get through the top selling games. This is week ending March 8th. So this is not when Titanfall came. This is the week before Titanfall came out. So we have number 10, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare for the Xbox One. Boom. Number nine, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze for the Wii U. It stayed up there. Oh, wow. Still in the top 10 after three weeks. Number eight, Lego Movie, Xbox 360. Still really? Staying, yeah, still sticking around. Good wow. for that. Number seven, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare for the Xbox 360. So once again, the 360 outsells gonna the, beat out the one, yeah, yeah. Xbox One by about 3,500 units. No, uh, that's not too bad considering no, that's not. there's that's a good so margin. many Xboxes out there. Yeah, that's a good margin yep. considering. Uh, number six, South Park, the Stick of Truth for the PC. Wow. PC game. Oh, what? P- yeah, PC Whoa. game rears its head. Nice. I love that. Yep. Um, number five. Here's an interesting one. Thief. Xbox One. Huh. Number four, Thief PS4. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. In, in Even o- after all the bad reviews. Mm-hmm. And only People just uh, want stuff to play. Yeah. And only, uh, honestly, Hall, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, we don't see a whole lot of PS4 and Xbox One games in these charts because there's just not a ton out there. So Man. I think people just want to see these next gens, you know, show their feathers and, and really get things going. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'll take that. That's great. Number three, here's one that, you know, graphically is just amazing. Minecraft for the Xbox 360. 
Number three. Number freaking three. It was number nine last week. What the heck? Just Get out of here, Minecraft. Get out of here. Get. Get off my lawn, Minecraft. Get. It keeps roller coastering up and down. Number two. Weird. Did we just lose router? <laughs> I think so. Yep, we uh, lost him. If there's going to be somebody we're going to lose on this episode, it's going to be router. Uh, da, 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 da. Anyway, what do you want to talk about? Feelings? Well. <laughs> feelings. <laughs> we can talk about feelings this if you week like. on Married to the Games Fireside Chat. There we chat. go. Oh, feelings. there he is. Hey, there he is. And number two. <laughs> no, where, where were we? And yeah, we're back. Yeah, not number missing two. missing the beat. Oh, sweet. Number two. Because uh, as, as soon as I like said it, I'm like, okay, there's nothing. And then it said, call error. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> anyway. Uh, number uh-huh. two. <laughs> oh, disconnect. Number two. <laughs> number two. Ready? South Park Stick of Truth for the PS3. Oh, okay. Number uh, one, South Park Stick of Truth for the 360. Yeah, wow. I thought so. People are loving their South Parks. And they're saying that's a good one. Yeah, uh, that's, that's whatever what I say. It's a good game. Sweet. So, I like that. Sorry for the interruption, but there you have it. There are your top selling games, and there are your new releases this week. I leave it to Mr. Patillo and Mr. Hall. Mr. Hall. You want to talk about the GDC awards first? Yeah. I felt like GDC was strangely quiet. There seems like there was less news coming out of it than has yeah, been. Yeah, what the, the heck? Past. You think everyone's just waiting for E3? That could, could be that. Be. Yeah, because it's, it's been a while since event. we've had a GDC in launch year, like, or within a year of a, of a console launching. Yeah, I hope E3 is not I guess not, not including quiet. the Wii. Yeah. Sorry, Wii. You. Sorry, we you. Um, but we did see The Last of Us taking some awards. So, of course, best narrative, best game design, um, and game of the year. That team's got to be really, really proud of themselves. Yeah, for and sure. I think they're also really, really stressed for n- their next game. That's that's <laughs> the only be. other thing is like they. I, there's so much on their shoulders now to come up with oh another my gosh, I know. huge game. The pressure that they must be feeling right now is probably a little overwhelming. You know, I think I think it may have been after the interview that I had with Phil Kovats, the uh, audio the lead yeah. audio in the, for the game, and he had mentioned that they were so like worried because they were like, it's either going to be a hit or yeah. it's just going to fall flat. And we're oh not gosh. exactly sure. Cause like I had asked him, you know, like, did you guys kind of have an inkling of what was going to happen? Like as far as the reviews were concerned. And he just said that they were like, they were stressing cause they didn't know. That's crazy. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that's every company, but Naughty Dog, I mean, they've got a lot of, it, it, there's a lot of expectation with their. Games. Oh yeah. From here and yeah. from here on out, they are basically there's going to just be a big bullseye on their back just to make sure that they deliver something because they've delivered oh, something yeah. so good. By I the know. way, guys, you have to play that DLC, please. I know it's oh, a little, I will have to try it. It's a little much, but it's it's to, to me it's totally worth it because we loved The Last of Us so much anyway. This is just a great continuation. It makes you fall in love with that game again. Oh Definitely. gosh, I'll have to check that out. I'm excited too. 
Um, a couple more notable things for us. Best visual art and best audio went to Bioshock Infinite. Cool. Oh, wow. That's, the audio, the, the audio for Infinite was pretty good. I think they were kind of analyzing it from a how impactful was it kind of thing. Because hmm. with The Last of Us, there were a lot of areas where they used silence to their right. benefit. Hmm. So even though the silence can be more impactful, that's not really... It's not a sound. Yeah, it's not right. a sound. So, <laughs> I kind of get what they might have done there. Um, just talking... I got to talk to Phil, you know, after I had uh, played the game. So I really got to understand uh, what he was talking about when I was kind of evaluating the sound and kind of getting the answers out of him about what they did with the game. And they made a really good choice because... A lot of similar, um, I feel like a lot of similar games and similar movies and TV series kind of do the same thing with silence that they did. It can be very powerful. Yeah. So with <sighs> just the clicking. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think there was anything in here of notes. We haven't played these other games, so I really can't comment. One game that did win some stuff, uh, Papers, Please. Have you guys heard about this game? Heard, no. Heard great, I've heard great things about that game, actually. As far as indie games are concerned, it took the excellence in narrative, the grand prize, and wow. it won best downloadable game. Hmm. Wow. Papers, Please. What's that about? It, it's, it's, um, crossing the it border. It appears to be some kind of like Cold War simulator type of thing uh, where you're, you're kind of. You're actually a border patrol agent. Yeah, border it, agent or something yeah, like that. And it's your job to determine who is actually legal and who isn't. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, hmm. it's supposed to be pretty hardcore. It's supposed to be, like, it's challenging. It, there's emotions to it. I know the Giant Bombcast guys have talked about it quite a bit, too. Uh, and I've heard a few other people talk about it. That'd be um, a tough gig, boy. Yeah, hmm. man. Holy cow. If any of you, if anybody's played it, let us know. Because, you know, I know it's a PC-only game, but... Well, I know, think it's coming to Vita. That'd be cool. Say yeah, word. So that'll be something that we might have to check out. Maybe it's coming to consoles too. I mean, after after winning an award, yeah. I would think so. Oh yeah, yeah. Anybody out there played it? Tweet us. Let us know. Sweet. Did you, did you guys see the uh, <laughs> the VR headset? Yeah, it kind of like it, it seems like, and not just because I play a lot of PlayStation. It seemed like that's been the talk of the gdc yeah it was kind of odd that it was i i thought about it at first i was like well that's kind of weird that they released it at gdc we're talking about but, project morpheus just so yes project morpheus the, the new vr headset from sony at first i thought it was kind of weird that they released it there and then i thought about it and i was like well game developers probably care more about it anyway because well, they're that's like who well, they you know they want to get their hands yeah. on it they want to figure out how to use it so and then um some things about it uh, I mean, it's funny. I First read, of all, it looks like a Daft Punk helmet. I, I know. <laughs> it's really big. It'll probably shrink down in size. But like they said, they're working on the latency, getting the latency down. It's going to be like 1080p. Um, And it's funny. I read an article about one person's stance on it. And they said that you kind of wonder why Sony did like the move. And then you wonder why they did the camera and why they did speakers on the camera or, a, I mean, a microphone in the camera and all this stuff. And then they, they made the observation that maybe this was the final piece 
to their whole VR thing. Cause you got to remember too, like as good as the connect is, I think that I've heard that the move is a little better because you're actually holding something that has a light that the camera can pick up. Like, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, to me, it's more reliable. It's basically a reliable version of the Wii. Right. Like the Wii's original Wiimote and stuff. It, exactly. And what somebody was saying was they tried it and they said it was incredible. Like they said, the, the responsiveness was next level. And I was like, hmm. that is because that's not what I was expecting. I mean, it's still, you know, they're still calling it a prototype and, you know, it still doesn't have a real name. And so it was kind of interesting to see that people were like, uh, but it's awesome. They were, this guy hmm. was noting that he didn't really like the whole idea of PS4, Xbox one yet because he felt like it was the same thing as PS3 and 360 just bumped up, which, you know, sure, whatever. I mean, but stuff has to move on. But he goes, this makes it feel next gen. Hmm. He said hmm. this, this, he's like, with the move controllers in your hand and you're wearing the VR headset and then it's got uh, headphones in it too, I think. And, uh, you know, Sony does the virtual surround sound thing. He said it's nuts. And he said, and then I watched a different guy playing it on YouTube and he was like, <laughs> literally scared in some parts and it was just these like little games that they haven't playing but there's like this shark one where you're in like a cage underwater and wow and he was just saying how and you kind of can watch him move his hands and you know there's some latency there but i mean it looked really really responsive Hmm. interesting so i don't know if i'm ready for vr yet and i don't know if we as consumers are ready for vr yet like really but It'll it'll take off when they get that Star Wars game, those Star Wars game that they've been wanting to make probably where you feel since, like you actually have the force. Yeah, like since the first yeah. movie came out, the Star Wars game that they've actually wanted to make. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like I can this will be the one because I mean I see pictures of it and there's guys holding move controllers and then they've got the you know they've got the headset on mm-hmm. and I just imagine like you're holding two lightsabers. You know this is it's right. it's just it writes itself one of the things that they showed was like the guy could clench and unclench his hands just because the move has buttons you know and Mm -hmm. it was really interesting to watch him grab stuff because you're like oh my gosh like that's working Mm. and so i don't know what this means for the oculus rift but i think sony's the first big company to try to do something like this i mean we had the virtual boy but that was i mean that was pretty much a joke that wasn't (laughs) you know (laughs) um but you know i don't know if i want something covering my eyes to where i can't see around me this has some some implications i think for for people who like are kind of worried about their vision because who Mm. knows you know this could come out and then years later they're like oh no actually this this first version is pretty bad for your eyes Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but you know, the warnings before any game about, you know, this may cause seizures. Guess what? Oh, this yeah. is about to, this is going to ramp that up. <laughs> if you've like never had an epileptic seizure ever, yeah, you're, you're having one. You're after about to. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's something. I mean, you know, it's a whole new way to play. And I honestly, there's been rumors coming out that Microsoft is going to do this too. Of course. And I'm, I'm not surprised. The other. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Totally I mean, they, the they need to come up with new ways to get people to, to jump ship. You know, right I don't now, think Microsoft will do it. You don't I, think so? I, I think don't they for will. some reason. I don't know why. Man, it feels I've a little niche to me. Yeah, but I always thought there, it's, that mentality has always been anything you can do, I can do better. Between those two companies, you know? I mean, they, I think they are always at it to try and outdo one another, which is great. It's healthy competition. That's capitalism at its finest. 
because then the consumer gets to decide which one they like better. Yeah. But, and I think they, they need something too to kind of, uh, Trojan horse the consoles into people's hands. Yeah. Cause like when the move and the connect came out, that sold consoles. Not the move. The, the, I, I, I the there were many the move, occasions probably. where I was at the store watching somebody buy a move bundle. Wow. Like, a move bundle that came with the PlayStation. Like it never looked interesting to me ever until I saw this virtual reality headset. And I was like, Oh snap. Is that going to work? You know, it's kind of interesting. a weird feeling. Um, if they, if they do release a headset, I think they should just bundle it with some move controllers. Yeah. Cause those things are going on yeah. clearance everywhere. It's a matter yeah. of time before those things are off the shelves. Yeah. I think did Ubisoft, did you see what Ubisoft came out and said? I, I should have, wrote it down but i think they were like hey sell a million of them and then we'll start trying to make a game for it ubisoft said that yeah really i want to say they did you play <laughs> everybody makes mistakes all yeah okay um are you done with gdc uh yeah um bad news for canadians number one uh you're Canadians and that's such an awesome thing that this is probably not bad news to you because everybody's happy up there. It seems like, um, but the PlayStation is going up 50 bucks up there. I'm, I'm saying is going, but has gone last Saturday. Uh, the PlayStation went up $50 to four forty nine ninety nine. Um, why I heard a rumor that it was because of the dollar um, getting the currency. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Sony said is to respond to the changes in the market environment. So I, I don't know what that means, but PlayStation, Sony did this before they did this with the PS3 where it hit $700 up there and then they cited a weak dollar. So they might be citing that, but, uh, new games have also gone up in price to $65 and that's on both platforms. And then a uh, second son and MLB the show will be $70. Oof. That's just really, really expensive. Oh, Canada's getting well, hit. So I work with a Canadian and he said, everything's just more expensive in Canada. He said, you kind of just get used to it. I know. Okay. I, I guess that could be true. And then he, and then after that, he said he's proud to be an American. So <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Um, wait. Should we hear from Jason Stansel? Yes. Oh, I think we need to hear from Stansel. Oh, Jason freaking Stansel. Let's do this thing. All right, so... <laughs> this is the awkward part of the interview yeah, you've been yeah. sitting and talking yeah, yeah, absolutely. and then you have to act like you're just starting to sit down and talk yeah i'm gonna I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be like oh okay thank you thank you, thank you. i'm so so excited <laughs> to be here so. um so to paint a picture uh me and jason freaking stancil <laughs> are sitting in a conference room in the in Seattle, in the Sucker Punch Studios. Studios? Yeah, Sucker, uh, Sucker Punch Productions. Sucker Punch Production. Prod. Yes, Prod. Prada. No. Um, and we're actually in what? Bellevue. We are in Bellevue. Yes. Yeah. Bellevue, Washington, just we're, outside we're, of Seattle. Yeah, we're probably like ten minutes east or so. Yeah, dude. 
Thank you so much. It's been a long time yeah. coming. Well, it's okay, man. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's builds, builds the anticipation, and I'm happy to let people down by being here today. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for building it in a way that there's no way I can succeed at this whatsoever. That's awesome. Um, so uh, for those that just started listening to the podcast and – just as a reminder to those who have been listening to the podcast for a long time, uh, me and Jason met at E3 last year, right? Uh, 2013. I happened to be on the road with a guy that you went to middle school and high school with. Correct. And yeah. so named Jonas. And I just happened to be talking about video games because I love video games. Yep. And I made it a point in the last two years to talk about that more often. <laughs> right, right. You've done well. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And, uh, and so Jonas was like, oh, I know a guy who's in Seattle and yeah. working on something. I think he works at uh, Sucker Punch, maybe. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> maybe? Sucker Punch, maybe? Like infamous Sly Cooper, maybe? <laughs> and uh, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, I, introduce us, please. And he was like, I'll do that. So he gets on the Internet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he writes us both on Facebook, yeah. and he's like, hey, Jason, meet Gabe. Gabe, meet Jason. Um, you guys should link up, blah, 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 maybe for the podcast. And I was like, you know, I waited the two days. <laughs> yeah, he gave the, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> the two days that you wait to, um, you know, ask someone out on a date. And uh, I wrote back, I was like, yeah, you know, played it cool, and, and the coolest typing I could. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, that'd be great. I mean, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever works for you. So, and uh, what did you say? <laughs> Jason said nothing, and I was at home. I remember being at home as the months oh, went no by. Oh, no, human. <laughs> no, as the months went by, and I was like, oh, I ruined it. Whatever I said, ruined it. And no, I, and. Uh, no, so yeah, so I, I waited the two years before I responded. <laughs> no, I mean it was so you know I mean you, you've gotten a little bit of the context now. I'd yeah. I'd gotten off Facebook for the most part. Yeah. You know, earlier in the year yeah. last year, I'd quit using Facebook. I do occasionally use it for messaging, but I don't mm. check it frequently. Right. To be honest, I can't claim I didn't see the message. I saw it, but uh, I just got wrapped up, forgot, and and honestly, I just forgot, and then I didn't get back to it. Of and, course. But but the the crazy thing was, even though I didn't respond. Um, to the message, I had started listening to the podcast and became yes. a fan of the podcast, but Crazy. then, you know, never, and part of it, honestly, I think, you know, at first, when I first saw the message, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know if I'll be able to talk. And so I was like, okay, let me think about this. How do I want to, and then I just not got, never got around to responding. So. <laughs> Which was totally fine. So fast forward, that was January last year. Fast forward to June and we're both at E3 and uh, I just happened to hit Jonas up and I was like, hey, see if you're, see if your dude's at, um, at E3, so he can um, reject me to my face. Oh, and <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. And yeah. uh, and you were there, right? And we met. Yep. And it was awesome. It was. It, it was, was literally. Awesome. And I talked about it on the podcast. It was a highlight of my trip down there. Uh, as much as so much, so much was cool with the next gen coming out yeah. and everything like that. But I was, you know, came home and I was like, man, I met this dude named Jason Stansel, and it was awesome. Yeah. And he's working on a little game called Second Son. Right. Well, and it was the same for me. I mean, it's on multiple levels. Like, um, you know, we've talked about it, but 
for those that don't know, it's I, I'm a huge fan of Toby Mac, who you tour with. Mm. By then, I had started listening to the podcast, so I was a huge fan of you and Hall and Router, and so what you guys were doing. And so it was for me, it was just as much of a geek out fest and just as thrilling to see what a cool guy you were. Oh, so man. it was vice versa, dude. It was well, equal experience in that regard. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, dude. Yeah. Explain exactly what you do. So I am the lead gameplay animator at Sucker Punch. Uh, we have, uh, we're not a huge team in terms of animation and especially in terms of, well, in terms of studios, period. You know, there's a lot of game studios out there that are pretty large. Sucker Punch is actually not that large. Mm-hmm. At the biggest point of our production, we probably have around between somewhere between 100 and 120. Um, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Which is not that many, honestly. That seems so small. It is. It is. It's pretty small, especially for the size and scope and style of games mm-hmm. that we're making. Uh, but our animation team is probably, gosh, how many guys do we have now? We have somewhere around eight or so. Eight? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe nine. So, yeah, about nine nine people on the animation team. And that encompasses not just gameplay. That's gameplay. That's the cinematic narrative moments. That's mm-hmm. more mission-specific animations, all mm-hmm. that. Um, and, I, and I work a little bit in all of those areas. I work across departments, but my primary focus is leading the, the gameplay animation, which is when you're playing the game, it's the moment-to-moment gameplay. It's the stuff right. where you're controlling the character, where you're fighting against the, the enemies, that kind of stuff. That, that's the bread and butter of what I do is, is lead that team with the animation. That's crazy. Yeah. The lead animator. Yes. Well, but... I, but it, that doesn't mean anything, man. Lead animator doesn't mean much. I mean, I, I my whole job is just to help set other people up for success. I mean, that's the way mm-hmm. I look at it is that, you know, I love it and I, I love being able to help. You know, it's one of those things where I can look at the, 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 the game and very much see my hand in different areas where I'm like, okay, right. you know, yeah, I touch that area or I touch that area and stuff. But, dude, it's not me. I mean, it's the team. It's, mm-hmm. the, you know, we have an incredibly talented team. Um, they're super passionate about it. They're super um, excited to get involved and, and ever dig in anywhere they can. And so they make it easy. You know, they make it easy to, That's to do dope. it. And I got to meet a lot of the guys the yep. other day. I met some. I was here in August, August maybe? yeah. Which was so crazy because PS4 wasn't out yet. Right. You guys are in, like, the heat of doing the yep. game. And uh, got to meet a couple guys and then to come back. You know, I was tripping out the other day. I was like, yeah. I, why am I here a second time? I right. should have been here right, a first right, right. time. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Um, we got a room for you, by the way. We put it in the, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, uh, a little placard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, yeah. Sweet. So, honorary Dev, Gabe Patillo. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I like good. that. It's an honorary man. It sure is cold out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right. right. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And so um, what's this? Your journey has been crazy. You haven't just done games. Right. Kind of tell these guys where you come from. So uh, animation, first and foremost, has been my passion, and that's what kind of got me into the entertainment industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a kid, I mean, that's what I wanted to do was animation. You know, I we had a I had. Did a you fish- always draw? Yeah, I was always into art. I was always into um, to drawing, painting. I did theater growing up. Um, I actually one of my I went back and forth to college. One of my degrees was I was majoring in was theater as well. So I mean, I, the arts period have been a big influence in my life and something I've had a passion for. But I really wanted to start doing animation even when I was a child. When I, and I've still got this at my house. I should show you sometime. Um, I had a Fisher Price toy when I was a kid mm-hmm. that you could actually like stick these little cartridges into and you cranked it. 
And yeah. when you cranked it, it was kind of like one of Viewmasters, but you could crank it at almost speed to see the animation. Oh, wow. But then you could actually turn it like one frame at a time mm-hmm. and see the animation frame by frame. So I could kind of see how the artists were doing the animation wow. frame by frame. There you go. And, um, and as I said, I've still got to this day. It was such a big impact on me. And that kind of got me more excited about it. I wanted to do it. So, um, yeah, I eventually, uh, after schooling and so forth, I eventually made it in the industry. And I actually started in the film industry. Um, went in and worked on the film side doing visual effects. Um, and then since then, I've gone back and forth from visual effects um, to games, to visual effects yeah. to games. Any any movies we've heard of? A couple, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a couple that I probably don't want you to hear of, too, so that's that's fine. But, uh, yeah, I worked on... Uh, uh, this Alvin. is Kids of Wise and Nine to Five. Yeah, I know, yeah, man. We, absolutely. We all got it. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the first movie there, nice. uh, which was a blast to work on. A great team. I got to work on The Incredible Hulk, uh, the one with... Edward Norton, which I was a huge fan of. I'm a Norton right. fan, so that was great. Um, I'm glad it was the Edward Norton one. Yes, Just yes, personally. yes. Uh, I get to work on Alice in Wonderland. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, With Johnny Depp? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I worked cool. on that some. Um, but then, you know, I got to work on masterpieces like um, Zookeeper with Kevin James um, and uh, oh, and gosh. Cats and Dogs 2. And uh, so I've got Boogaloo. I, you know what? I made sure that I, I balanced myself. I just exactly. Tried to, I just, you can't just do hits. Exactly. How exactly. fun is that? Just exactly. to do hits. You need, you need on, the go. breadth of the experience. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I've worked on several things there. And then I also worked for Disney Interactive in the gaming realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was fun, too. That's the same group now that's doing the Infinity Projects. And they've nice. done a great job with that. And they're, they're super tired. Talented group as well, so that's awesome. So you come to Sucker Punch, right? From Disney Interactive? No, I actually came here from uh, Sony ImageWorks. So I was back in the film industry before, mm-hmm. prior to coming here. Um, but I gaming is kind of what I wanted to do. Um, I loved I love the film, and I have no problem with film. It's 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 something that I enjoy just as much. It's different, but there's there's something about um, the gaming. I love collaboration. Collaboration right. is a really big part of what inspires me, mm. and. Film is awesome, and I love it. And there's something special about that because you get to really craft these moments. Um, there's like these like, almost like uh, segments in time that you are kind of controlling because you know when the director gives it to you and so forth. You've got this shot in a film, sure. and within that shot, you have a lot of creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you come into the gaming industry, the, the 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 analogy I've given to a lot of people is like in film, it's like you're baking a cake. Yeah, you, you you take everything, you put it again, you make you make the cake, you decorate the cake, you control what this cake is uh, to a strong degree. You get input and so forth and direction, but in games you're making a soup. Um, mm. So I'm making a part of it, but my part can't stand alone. You right. know, I can't yeah. I, without the designers doing what they do. I, right. It doesn't. My animation doesn't matter exactly. without the effects artists, without the sound, without the coders building the the brains of everything. My work means nothing, mm. um, and it's fun because it, it's that cross pollination and, and and collaboration that really inspires me. So that's awesome. So were, were you a gamer as a child? Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I started the first console we had was well, the first was like an Apple II. Oh okay, yeah um, sure. Yeah, my yeah. my dad had it kind of for work, but he was cool. He got games for us that we could play. There was a game called Hero. It's like H period, E period, R period, I don't even know what it stood for, but, um, and I played that like crazy as a kid back there on the, on the, you know, the five and a half or whatever. Yeah, the huge floppy floppies, disk. Yeah. Didn't even have a hard drive. There was no hard drive in the system. Of course not. Yeah, but then true. we also had the Atari at home. My parents actually uh, played that a lot. My mom and dad both really enjoyed like Missile Command and Asteroids yeah, and stuff like buddy. that. Yeah. So as a family, we did that even as a kid, like a young kid. And uh, then the first like true console for us was the, the NES. I remember the Christmas we got that. 
uh, my brother and I, and literally doing the thing where you sit in front of the TV and you're jerking your whole body as you're trying to make him jump and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because you think that's what's necessary. Yeah, of course, it is what's necessary. Yeah, yeah. That and racing games. Exactly. If you don't, if you're not about to fall out of your yep. chair, then you're not turning hard yep. enough. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So and since then, you know, I've been. Uh, it's interesting your question the other week about taking time. There was times I kind of would stray away and not do it as much. Yeah. But for all intents and purposes, man, I've mm. been gaming my whole life. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so talk about Second Son a little bit. Yeah. You were you got to work on Infamous too. Correct. And then what do you think? What do you feel like is the biggest? So we're we've jumped a console generation now. I mean, we've yes. gone from three to four. Correct. And is that super exciting around here? Oh my gosh! When they were like, "Hey, we're doing the next one, and yeah. it's going to be on next gen." Yeah. Were you guys like? Heck yes, instead Absolutely. of doing a really good one on the PS3. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. If somebody came to you, you know, two years ago yeah. and said, hey, you want to work on the PS4? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm good. No, I don't really care. Let's do it. The PS3. Right. You hit, hit me up lift. a little bit later. You know, I don't, I don't, maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, out, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really exciting to help be on the front and start. And, you know, to know that we're only at the front, so it's only got room wow. to grow is yeah. really exciting. Yeah. But, but yeah, absolutely. There were, there were things that we did with it on the 4 that we never could have done on the 3. So mm-hmm. It really just enhances the game and the whole experience, and it's fun to to, to stretch our muscles too as we're we're working through right. it. So, do you feel so? Sony has made it feels like this huge push towards developers to say, "Hey, we care. Mm-hmm. We want it to be way easier." Right. Do you guys feel that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, you know, again, I, I probably am not the best person to speak to that because a lot of the, I, I work not with the back end as sure, much. There sure. are some things, but for the most part, I'm not on the back end side. Mm-hmm. Um, our but engine- you do get a lot of, you were telling me the other day, mm-hmm. you do get a lot of like, hey, can we do this? And they'd be like, no. Oh, yeah. Can we do this? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And and, and, the, and our engine team is great about that. And they do a really good job of kind of, just like I look at what my role is for the team is setting, you know, the other animators up for success and trying to lead the way. They do a great job of setting us up for success. Mm-hmm. You know, the engine team kind of goes before us and says, okay, here's what we're, we're bringing over. Here's what we're doing new. Here's what right. we're going to, here's what we need to create that we don't have. Um, but... Development overall, I think, has been, you know, from my standpoint, has been easier on yeah. on this. And again, a large part of that is um, attributed to our engine team really setting it up to where the tools and the pipeline and everything work really right. smoothly. But that is because of the new console um, and the ease of development this time. It's mm-hmm. definitely a lot easier than than it has been in the past. So. Golly, what's the so? <clears throat> Maybe we haven't talked about this too much on the on the podcast, and you sure. can probably speak better to it than us. So, for music, you do a CD, you get it mixed, you get it mastered, and then that one master gets duplicated, and that's what's in Best Buy, right? And then for us, for some strange reason, like uh, somebody will turn their album in in October, and it won't come out till January. Mm-hmm. So, you guys have a thing called the Gold Master. Yeah. In yeah. video gaming. That's right. And you guys, is it kind of the same process? The game gets done, except you guys have, sure. you guys get the patch, which we wish right. we got yeah, the patch. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, right. I'd love to turn that snare down and that yep. song, you know, everywhere, yep. everybody gets it. But sure. um, you guys turn into a gold master. Yeah. I know nothing about it. Right, right, right. And then, and then it goes out. But you guys, it's quick. Yeah. I mean, it, it varies. You know, every production cycle is different and there's all sorts of different factors that depend upon uh, the facilities where they're having the, the, the master, you know, duplicated and stuff, mm-hmm. depending upon what they have in their pipeline as to how much time they have to do it. If they've got a lot of other stuff going that, you know, they have to have more lead time so that they can yeah. manage. So there's different things that impact it. 
but yeah, we, that's exactly kind of how we treat it. It's the same way. You know, we work, we get it to the point where it's, um, where we feel comfortable that we're ready to put it out the door and, and let this thing free to the world. And, oh and we do that. But, you know, we always do. We want to try to support for the fans. We want to try to make sure that we don't leave them with issues that would impede their play experience. So we're always looking for ways right. we can help uh, clear anything up that comes up and so forth. So do you guys have a gold master party? Or do you guys have a, it's in Best Buy party? We, uh, d- dude, there's a little bit of both. Uh, I yeah. think the big one is obviously the day it hits the shelves. I mean, the day yeah. it hits the shelves and the day that the the, the fans are able to uh, share the experience with us mm. is the day that we can really say, yes, yeah, it's there. Yeah, because yeah. because that's who it's for. You know, it's mm-hmm. for them. It's not, as much as it's a passion project for us, we're doing this for them, yeah. you know, and so it's great when we see it and it's great when we're kind of get to the point where we're in the project where we're kind of done, mm-hmm. but seeing other people enjoy it, that's what we're living for. And so that's yeah. the moment that we really are like, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Is it hard to work? Not hard, but is it right? What's the temperature on working on fixes? Mm-hmm. Like after gold masters turned right. in and now you said you guys work on day one patches. Sure. What's the, What's the vibe after gold is done in between, like, this period that we're kind of in now? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it probably depends upon the team, you know. Um, I think that it doesn't seem like we've had any crisis, uh, big crisis situations pop up or anything. Um, and I'm sure if that was the case, it would make it a very different <laughs> <Stressful>. climate. <laughs> yeah. It's where I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you, Gabe. I need to go cry in the corner right now. But, but we haven't had that. Um, it's, it's, been, it's been a pretty smooth development um, in that regard. And... You know, there's things that we're looking at every day. They they look at uh, anything that kind of comes up and make sure that they don't think it's something that they need to address immediately, and or that it's something that's going to affect people really in a large scale way. But it's it's not that bad, you know. It's because we try to approach things in a very um, calm, controlled manner. Like, you know, we don't sure. want to just make knee jerk reactions if we see something. We want to make sure that we do our research to say, hey, if there's an issue, is this first of all, is this really an issue? Yeah. Uh, was it just some fluke thing? Is it a real issue? Is it an issue that we need to address? How so? What will it take? Who needs to get involved? But for the most part, um, we've got a really good team that's leading that process and, and always keeps their um, their finger on the pulse to make sure they know what needs to be done. So it's it could be stressful, and it, absolutely, if there was an emergency, it would probably be like, you know, all hands on deck, fire alarm fire, let's get everybody in there. Right. But we haven't really had any of that, um, which I'm thankful for. So, yeah, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's the best part of this gig? Like as as somebody who can look back, yeah, you're you're 37, 30. Uh, oh man, I don't know how old I am. 35. I'm 30, I'll be 35 this year. Yeah. 35 this yeah, year. That's yeah, right. that's right. You said 37 earlier today. I was like, that's not right. I I'm a pathological liar. So <laughs> none of this interview is true, by the way. I don't even work here. Yeah. I just stole someone's key card. It's, uh, <laughs> not somebody out right, in the yeah, parking lot. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, you're 35. You look like 23 years old. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> funny. He's got such a baby face, and you grew this huge beard. Oh yeah. In yeah. in a sacrifice to this. Yeah, I did. A, I started, actually started at E3. I had a beard last year at E3. It wasn't crazy long at that point, and mm. but at around just a little before E3, I decided I was going to do a production beard. Yeah. And I just let it grow and. I'm happy to say that I had, a, at the peak of the production, I think I had three uh, families of birds nesting in my beard. <laughs> I probably had two donuts stored away in there. and uh, Three birds and, and two donuts. And I, don't worry, man. I had a knife, too. So if anyway, I ever oh, got accosted on the street, good. I was exactly. good. I was you were safe, ready to do but, it. Uh, yeah, it was pretty insane. And so, yeah, I'm finally getting rid of that thing. So. Getting rid of the beard, which yeah. is nuts. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> so, okay, so sorry. As you look back right. on your short 34 years, right. even though you look like you've had a short 23 years <laughs> yeah. of life, um, what? as you're sitting here in Sucker Punch, mm-hmm. which is pretty freaking dope. Yeah, it's awesome. Because there's something to it being small. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and not being this huge thing, and I got to go through this hoop and this hoop and this yep. hoop to get something done. You just run down the way, and yep. you're like, hey, can we do this? Um, what's, like, the dopest thing about this? Being a sucker punch, as you look back, all the stuff you've done, Alvin and the Chipmunks, mm-hmm. Cats and Dogs, too. Wishing we it had been Homeward Bound. Yeah, oh, I know, man. Really? I course. know. <laughs> Michael J. Fox, come on. Um uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I have like the, what I think probably the largest studio. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Because if I look at it at a large scale, I work for Sony. You know, now it's a huge company, sure, but that's yeah. not the way it feels when you're at Sucker Punch. You're yeah. you're you're a family here. It's relatively small. But I've worked at like in the film industry. I worked at a studio that had about seven or eight hundred people at its oh peak. Gosh, you know, so yeah. it's a lot larger. Um, and so I kind of have seen um, all sides of it, and I enjoy all sides of it. It's not there's not been one that I've really disliked or anything. Um, I do like the size that we are at Sucker Punch. It's it's really good to because you do feel like you know everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what everyone does. Um, you have the relationships that are not just business; they're personal as well. Because you have the opportunity to actually get to know people. Right. Um, and so it makes it have a lot more of that family type feel, mm-hmm. where it's like you know you're not developing it with with people in another state, you know, or another sure. country, or yeah. whatever at different studios. Which is again not a bad thing. But mm-hmm. for me personally, I love that. I love the. Uh, the fact that it's kind of this small, tight family in here. Um, as far as what's best about it, man, everything. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. It's like, you know, there's with any job, there's things you're going to run into that are going sure. to beat your head against the wall every now and then, or you're yeah. going to get frustrated by something. But but it's, I'm a gamer. I enjoy games. Uh, I, on top of that, I'm a comic book nerd. I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a self-avowed geek. I wear that badge of honor <laughs> yeah. in all facets. Yeah. Um, so I'm also a big superhero, superhero fan. Like so to be working on a title and on top of that, another segue, I'm a big third party or third party, excuse me, third person adventure game style player. I really gotcha. enjoy those. Yeah. So Sucker Punch has been a great place in that regard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I'm working on a game with superhuman, Abilities on a third-person, you know, a platform. Well, you know, open-world platform kind of a game, uh, and to work just in this industry period, it's there's nothing bad, man. I mean, it's right. it's you know, it's fun to to help build these experiences for, for other people. It's fun to help try to push yourself. There's never it's you know, I would have a real problem if I was doing something like accounting. <laughs> My dad did a lot of like that. That he, he did like purchasing, managing, as and mm-hmm. he managed a lot of different stuff, but. It's like, you know, and he served that job well. But for me, that would be really hard, like where stuff is is a lot of similarity day to day. Right. And it's a lot of repetition. And it's not, you know, you can't do that here, man. Wow. You have to yeah. be pushing yourself constantly. You yeah. have to be saying, how can we grow? What can we do better? Where we failed? What needs to be stronger? What's, you know, because you have to constantly be innovating. That's the world that we're in. That's the industry that we're in. Mm-hmm. And that is probably one of the most awesome things because you can't sit still. Right. Always you have to be ready forward. to go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool. Dang it. Yeah. So you've got buddies at uh, Valve, at Naughty Dog. Yeah. What's it like for y'all? Do you guys get to champion each other? Does, does that friendly competition come out? Mm-hmm. Like, what? what's the, are you kind of, because in music, yeah. what's fun, well, with Toby and mm-hmm. us, 
we don't feel the need to be competitive with sure. people. We love championing people. Yeah. We want people's shows to be awesome. We did this we did this tour with Skillet, which we're about to do another one. And we remember going out there and watching them and being like, holy freaking crap. Yeah. This show was incredible. Oh, yeah. Can we please not go second? <laughs> because we don't want to go after this, yeah. you know, freaking freight train of a show. Right. Um, when when you've got your buddies over at Naughty Dog and they have a game like The Last of Us come out, mm-hmm. what does that feel like? Does that even register or is it like so different that you don't even compare it? Or are you like, man, they freaking did it. We got to come with it kind of thing. It's kind of all of the above, man. It's like I have, I have friends at countless studios and i have friends you know we're we're here in uh in the bellevue area where i live in redmond mm-hmm. redmond is the city that or the town that microsoft built so you know yeah. <laughs> xbox is right here the, the heart of xbox yeah. and, and so forth so i've got lots of friends that work in development there with with that side um and of course there's friendly competition of course there's like you know you want to do well you see what other people are doing and you want to try to push and you know, go bigger in other areas or, or, or push and, and excel in areas that maybe somebody else hasn't or even in areas they have to try to kind of, uh, you know, up the game. Sure. So undoubtedly. And, and I've got really close friends at, at, at Naughty Dog. And, and dude, but I love it. I, I love gaming. So seeing a good game be made, who right. cares, man? It's yeah. like, you know, I want, to, I want those experiences for myself. I yeah. want those experiences for the fans and stuff like that. It drives competition in a degree, but not. Yeah. I, I don't think I've, for me personally, I've never seen it be in an unhealthy way, mm-hmm. where it's like true, like an aggressive competition or with sure. malice. You know that we're yeah, going exactly. to take, we're going to take them out. <laughs> uh, but but it, of course it drives competition. You want when you see somebody else is doing that, you're like, oh man, okay, well we need to step up in this area or so forth. And again, it helps drive that whole like constantly moving. That's mm-hmm. part of it is we mm-hmm. push one another. But but yeah, I'm always excited to see other other titles do well and 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 people succeed because. They're, these guys that are developing are just like me, man. They're putting their blood, sweat, and tears into it. They're all really investing their hard, you know, their well, not only their 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 um, hard work and their effort, but like you know, their families. That they're you know, I mean, yeah. it's for them. It's for so so. Yeah, I, I never want to see somebody fail. I never want to see somebody well, trip course, out the yeah, door. Sure. But it but it but it definitely is something that that drives and makes you want to go further too. Yeah. So. As an animator, mm-hmm. is. <sighs> I, the only reason I compare it to music so much is because that's the only way I can like. Yeah, yeah. Because this is freaking awesome. Right. Like I'm at Sucker Punch. This well, is stupid. Well, and likewise, that's the only yeah. way I can like geek out over your stuff. It's like, <laughs> but well, that, it seems like it would be cool if I sang, but I don't. <laughs> but as a singer, when you watch bad singers on television, sure, you you there's a cringing that happens. And you're like, oh gosh, I can't watch this. As an animator, are there games that you're like? And I, obviously, I wouldn't ever ask you to name any games. Yeah, yeah. But, is there stuff that you're playing and you're like, why would they have done it like that? I Absolutely. know there's a better way to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and likewise, there, there probably are people that are going to look at ours and say oh, the same thing because sure. everybody has a different kind of opinion. But there's absolutely, there's games. And likewise, there are games that like blow my mind with the way they do do things. Did do things. And I'm like, oh, man. I was like, I would have never thought of that. You know, that's yeah. really cool. But yeah, there are times. You can name one of those if you want to. You can name the good stuff. But I, well, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, right, right, right. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, I mean, like, and and it and it's and it's something like I'll give one example, but it, it's not even a, a comparison because we're in completely different realms. But like Rayman Legends, mm-hmm. like I really love that game, but it's it's the the animation and art style is completely that would never work for us. That's not the type of game of we're course, making. Of course, but I really yeah. like how they're doing it and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, no. Um, there are definitely games where there are things that. 
that I'm just like, what are you doing? What is this? And, and it's bad because as an animator, that is one of the things sometimes that will take me out. Um, when I'm in the of game, course, yeah, yeah, it just immediately kicked me out to where I'm like, what? And I just like completely lose focus on what my player or what I'm doing or what I'm supposed to be doing. What is that guy? What is what is he doing? Or you know, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. So of course, I mean, but it's like that with films too. I mean, you know, you know, I try to get invested, sure. and sometimes there'll be something that'll kick you out, and you're just kind of like, what? I can't, what I was can't that? even pay attention yeah. to this anymore. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, dude. So you're a dad. Yes. You're a husband. Yes. We got to go to dinner with your whole family. Yeah, the other that night. was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. Your wife Becky, yeah. two little boys. Yep. What was it? Eight and five. Eight and five. Yeah, Noah is eight and Colin is five. Yeah. How how have they been in this? Because I know does it ramp? Because it's got to ramp towards the end where sure. you're working all the time. Yeah, right. And then there's got to be obviously the very beginning stages when people are still trying to get together. What you're even going to do? Yeah, absolutely. There's 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 peaks and valleys. I mean, you know. Um, we'll hit different points in production. It, it, I think there's definitely an overall ramping. If you looked at the, if you had it on a timeline, you would see an, a ramp. But then even within that ramp, there's peaks and valleys. There's times where you'll hit like, um, something like E3, you know, when we're getting things ready for there, we want to make sure we've got everything lined up and so forth. And then after that, it might die down a little bit, comparatively speaking. Um, but it's always ramping up. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, there's, there's things about that that are tough with the family and stuff because, you know, the closer it gets towards the end of the production, you know, the team is really, um, we're spending a lot of time here. We're really in, in the trenches together. And so it, it, you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, I see that, uh, that with my wife, you know, she has to carry a lot more of, uh, of the weight at the house and so forth. And, uh, and, uh, but you know, that's, that's part of it. She's, my wife has been ridiculously supportive and ridiculously encouraging throughout my career, throughout my industry, you know, even cause I didn't even, I, you know, when I first got out of college, I wasn't able to get in. I, I didn't have the confidence to actually try to get into the industry yet. So it took me a while before I built up the confidence of being like, okay, let's try this. Let's try to go. Um, and so I've done a lot of different things. We've moved all over the country. You guys have moved all, where yes. all have you been? Uh, uh, we've lived in Tennessee, South Carolina, California, Utah, New Mexico, and here. <laughs> In Washington, yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty insane. We've lived a lot of, different, but it's been awesome too. I mean, sure, I, in no other way would I've gotten to see this this many these many areas of the country. For example, Seattle, never had any desire to to live here. Just mm-hmm. never had any desire. It was not something I didn't like or I thought was bad, but it was just not on my radar. Who would yeah. think to live here? So I mean, these kinds of opportunities I wouldn't have wouldn't have had without it. But um, but she's always been amazingly encouraging of me to to do this and supportive and understands that, you know, there's going to be times like that where things pick up. And honestly, if, if she wasn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. But, you know, yeah. and I know you understand that you're on the road. And oh, yeah, Jack. so if, if you didn't have that support, how could you do it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what would you tell? So if there's a kid listening, right. Or there's a dad listening, right. That's like, man, I've always had a knack for this. I've always wanted to do something like this. I've always been maybe too scared, like you're saying, didn't have the confidence uh, to do it. What would you tell somebody listening that wanted to get into uh, animation? Mm-hmm. What would your words of encouragement be to them? Uh, go for it, first of all. I mean, if it's something that you truly have a passion for, go for it. And and know that, you know, there's going to be challenges. Know that it's not going to necessarily be easy. Things aren't going to necessarily be handed to you or fall into place like you think they might or, or so forth. Um, but things may also not be as difficult as you thought. You know, so yeah. you got to, but until you try, you're never going to know. Um, you know, look for other people that are doing what it is that you have a passion to do and reach out to them. You know, it's like for me personally, I get, I get emails, I get messages and so forth of people asking for feedback, asking for advice. 
unfortunately, I don't. I'm not always able to answer every single one. But I try. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> I, set, I set myself up for I'm just that one. Kidding. I set myself up. It's uh, okay, man. I, I'm not gonna do it now. I'll cry later. I'll cry later. <sighs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I totally know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. I mean, I, I, I want to. I want to. It's one of those things where, like, I know that. If I was in that situation, it would mean so much to me to have someone encourage me or sure. to try to help give advice or just to, to do that. So I try to do that as much as I can. I know so many other people in the industry that are the same way. Um, so I would say definitely try to find people that you can that you can get information from, not to like leech off of or anything like that. But there yeah. are people out there that genuinely want to help you out and try to look for that. But watch the, the credits. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no other reason to watch the credits. I mean, that's that's something. <laughs> yeah. But but for me, I mean, like as I said, when I got out of college, I didn't have confidence at all, man. I was like, I'm not ready. I can't go. I can't do this. Um, and so it took a few years uh, before I really got the the confidence to be like, let's try this and let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I think that that can be a paralyzing thing because um, even trying it, doing it, that first step is the the biggest step because even if you don't get it. You can try to start finding out, well, why did I not make it or what am I lacking or where do I need to grow and work? But if you don't try and you sit stagnant, paralyzed, you're never going to know. Never know. Yeah. So Go swing at it at least. Yes, exactly. A good swing. Exactly. Um, John Cooper from Skillet would get asked a lot, um, what would you tell somebody that wanted to get into music? Mm-hmm. And the first thing he would say every time is go practice and don't suck. Yeah. And so I think that's a little yeah. bit what you're saying. Yeah, it is. Be prepared. Yep. Talk to people that yep. are doing it. Right. Go do Go it. do it. Yeah. And practice. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's and that's what it is. And you better never stop that. Because, <laughs> cause, like, yeah. I mean, where I am now, again, that's part of the industry is it doesn't stop. You have to keep growing. You have to keep, mm-hmm. uh, you know, flexing every muscle in your, your, your body that you're using in terms of your career. Because... If you don't, it's so easy for you to get passed up or things to, to fall behind, you know, so you have to always be practicing. Jason freaking Stansel <laughs> in the building. Thank you so much for being on Married to the Games. It's dude. been a long time coming. The game is this, finally coming I out. know, man. March 21st, dude. It's it's just around the corner. It's here. It's, Are you uh, so excited? Oh, absolutely, man. It's, it's you know, I'm excited to – it's one of those things when we worked on it this long um, – I'm excited about what the game is. I'm excited about the characters. I'm excited about the powers. I'm excited about everything. But it's time for others to feel that excitement. You know, I yeah. want to see. I want to see other people get to experience it. It was fun for me to get to see you experience it oh, for the first man. time. You know, um, so yeah, I'm thrilled, man. I couldn't be happier. Right before I let you go, I have to ask this: sure. Are you? Do you? Run to look at reviews. Do you leave it alone? Do you let it simmer for like a month? Because everybody's got yeah, some yeah. of that, like. You want the pain of seeing sure, if somebody's sure. negative, but yeah. like you also want to see the positives, yeah. even though one negative cancels out a thousand positives yeah. for some strange reason. Well, it's it would be impossible to stay away from it. Um, uh, I mean, one, I, I mean, yeah. the, the internet is what the internet is, and that's where I, one of the places I live and breathe. You know, I'm on the internet all the time. I'm on the gaming sites all the time because those are, again, that's a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see it. On top of that, I'm with a hundred other people. That, that are, are also in that realm, so you can't <laughs> escape it. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I don't want to avoid it. You know, I want that because yeah. it's the same thing with anything you try in life. You know, um, hopefully everybody's going to love it, and I think we've done a great job with the game. I think it's uh, a fun, fun game, and I think that um, you know uh, the experience that we built is something that I think will resonate with a lot of people. I mean, you know, it's it's 
if you had, it's to me, it's like, you know, for someone who's a comic book nerd and geek and, and that's a passion of mine, it's the closest I'll ever have to being a superhero. Yeah, sure. You know, it's like you can go watch uh, Avengers or any of the movies like that, which I do every one because I love that <laughs> stuff. But it's like that's that's an experience that you're being told you're not living. Right. This is the closest I get to be to living the superhuman experience and, and how what I would do with that situation. And I think people are going to enjoy that. I think it will resonate with them. And, uh, and, yeah, I look forward to seeing what people say. Well, congratulations on a job well done, my brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for thank taking you for the time, me, man. Oh, are you kidding me? Thank you for being here. Dude, thank you. <laughs> Router and Hall, I love you guys, and I miss you, and I wish you were here. That's a good freaking dude right there. Mm-mm-mm. I feel like we didn't talk about the game that much. <laughs> I was like, so what do you do? Where are you from? How the joke, 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 joke. Anyway, he's a nice guy. Um, it was the perfect permeation. We have been talking about this guy yeah. for so long. Yeah, everybody's I like, know. who's his stencil character? So we we had we had to bring him to the the front. Yeah, to bring him to the party. Yep. Um, Jason, thank you for doing that. We appreciate you, Jason. Actually, listens to the show. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, he actually started listening to the show before. Anyway, he said that. Anyway, um, Sim City finally. Getting an offline single player version. So it's finally out. One year later. For the five people that are going to play it now, because everyone else is frustrated <laughs> with it. <laughs> Did they ever release yeah. a Mac version? Yeah, they have both. Okay, okay. Um, huh. But uh, it's taken them a year, and now they have an offline mode. And I feel like it's probably too little too late, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, Hall, give us something couple more things. Uh, this is kind of good news for me. The PS4 will, the supply will be constrained until summer. What's that huh. mean? That means that uh, I don't have to feel as bad about not being able to buy one yet. Cause it won't oh, because a lot of people won't be able to buy them? Yeah, exactly. I'll just buy one after. So, so Sony's basically kind of cut down on their production with it up until the summer. Which means that they're, they're, they must be planning it, something big after E3 or before E3 or during E3. They're they're actually coming out and saying that they're just struggling with high demand. Mm. Oh, whether or not, whether or not Wait, that's isn't that true, supposed to be a good thing to struggle with high demand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> whether or not that's true, I mean, some of the demand is created by the fact that there's shortages of it. Yeah, but yeah, here, here's, exactly. here's your opportunity to surpass Xbox One. You know, or, or surpass if you're Sony. Here's your opportunity to surpass Microsoft. Period. Why would you kind of hold back on the throttle? Why wouldn't you go full throttle? Because I've heard people saying, "Oh, I can I can pick up an Xbox One, but forget trying to get a PS4. I can't find it." <laughs> yeah, it, that's it's, so crazy. It's just weird. That's it's like a totally different universe now compared to what it was eight years ago. Uh, yeah, no, it really is. If we were so talking weird. a year ago about which one we thought would sell more, we would not probably not mention the PS4. Mm. We would all say the Xbox. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Interesting. So crazy. Um, but I love I, it though. Honestly, I love that people are buying video game consoles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of, of any caliber. The, uh, pro- the, the problem is there's not a ton of games to play. Like, I mean, there's, right. I, I guess you could say there's, there are some games and of course the staple games like the Call of Duties and, and the Battlefields and that kind of stuff totally makes sense. But other mm. than that, if you're not into that stuff, 
there's not a ton of games to play right now. I st- my PS4. I that's another reason I don't feel bad yet. Yeah, my PS4. <laughs> I wish they would bring Wolf Among Us and that stuff over, man. Yeah, that would right. Be I'd awesome. be playing. I'd be playing that right now, no problem. But right now, my PS4 since Christmas has barely been touched. Chilling. Yeah, just chilling. it's just chilling, and it's actually charging my elites and my other controllers right now. <laughs> that's all, <laughs> that's that's all it's doing right now. Now that, all that will change hub. when I come back from vacation and pick up Second Son. All that is going to change. My world is about to get rocked. That's hilarious. So. Um, all right, rumor time. Sweet. EA has resecured the publishing for Titanfall, so they'll be putting out Titanfall 2. Mm. And the report is it's not going to be an exclusive, baby. Yes. Yeah, they kind of, didn't they kind of rumor that? They've been saying it, but now, like, you know, the word's kind of bubbling. It's official. Now that, so, well, I wouldn't say official. EA won't say it, of course. <laughs> but it did help. So this really type- will be like a Mass Effect then, won't it? Uh, I don't know. Because Mass Effect wasn't, th- I mean, this is a huge game for the X-Bone. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, like, Ma- it, Mass Effect was a pretty good, pretty big title for the Xbox 360. Yeah, but it wasn't like Halo. Yeah, like, this true. is like Halo for the you know the Xbox One. Uh, this is like their flagship game, and uh, I feel like oh, and reports are coming out that it helped double the sales in the UK of the Xbox 360. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Or that's Xbox crazy. One. I mean, for the yeah, sorry for the Xbox One. So that's and awesome. It's pretty awesome stuff. With with this game, this game has the, a bit of an advantage over Mass Effect because it's not heavily a story-based game. Right. It's not at all. Yeah. So they <laughs> Barely. Easily... I mean, I know that there's supposed to be some story in the multiplayer, but I hear mm-hmm. it's, you know, barely there. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. Um. Did you have something else? Just one more thing. Uh, <laughs> our favorite game. Uh, oh, Minecraft great. continues to make more profit year over year. Minecraft is making more and more money. Yes, in 2012 it did 237 million. In 2013 it did 326 million. <laughs> wow! It may just keep that going is up. Stupid. God, this is split, it's split fairly even. This is the crazy part. So, um, 38 percent of the money was made from the PC version, 30 percent from the console versions, and 25 percent from the mobile version. So it's kind of like spread pretty evenly across those three platforms. It's kind of oh nuts. yeah, because Minecraft Pocket. Oh Lord, yeah. mercy! And you still can't say the consoles are dying yet because that margin between PC and consoles is is pretty thin. Yeah, and even know, though and, that's two consoles they're talking about. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it did. Did it start as a PC game? Is that where? Yeah, it, it started originated? as a. It started as a PC like beta thing, because my brother bought into it like way, way back when. Like back when, um, that was I the guess, actual graphics. Well, like back kidding. when Mojang wasn't making the game. I guess Mojang licenses the rights to uh, make the game from mm-hmm. the creator Notch, hmm. and I think. When my brother bought into the beta, I think it was like 20 bucks or something. Like he was paying Notch, I think, when he bought into the beta. Oh, so wow. he was like paying the creator at the time. And this was like years ago, maybe three or four. It was a while. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's nuts, man. But yeah, it continues to Minecraft. make more and more money and, uh, they'll keep you, you can be sure that they'll keep releasing it on more and more platforms. 
I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why not? Right. It's going to be on the Ouya in like a month. Probably is. Um, uh, the guy that directed The Born Identity, I think his name's Doug Lehman, is in final negotiations with New Regency and Ubisoft to direct. Any guesses? Assassin's Creed movie. Nope. Uncharted 4 movie or Uncharted movie? No, it's Ubisoft. No, Ubisoft. Oh, Ubisoft. Never mind. Um, Splinter Cell. Huh. Uh, okay. Starring Tom choice. Hardy. I like Tom Hardy. I, I do was too, but that, seem, that seems like an odd choice to me. Mm. Who, Tom Hardy? No, like that seems like an odd game to want to make a movie yeah, of. Yeah, that's just because Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell did all right. It was a big game. Yeah, it was. It, that's the thing. It it was a big game. I don't know about now. And that's what I'm saying. I wonder if it's better to have it removed and then Maybe bring out it a movie. Is. You know what I'm saying? Well, because Need for Speed is it, it sells well, but it's not like you know. Yeah, well, there's no story not to Need for Speed. They could just no. made a Fast and Furious and call it Need yeah, for Speed. That yeah, that's say. what I'm saying. That's pretty. But much the, the movie's commercial. actually about to turn profitable. What? Mm-hmm. So they did something right. Sure did. Put Aaron Paul in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's probably what. So <laughs> you're saying they should have got Brian Cranston for Splinter Cell? <laughs> no, they're saving him for Metal Gear. Oh Lord! Well, they used him in Godzilla, so we'll see where he goes next. Yeah, that's right. Could you see Brian Cranston as Revolver Ocelot in a Metal Gear game? No, I was going to see him as a what's Solid Snake's dad's name? Uh, Big Boss. I think. Big Boss. Oh gosh, people are going to be writing in. No, <laughs> you got it all <laughs> That's wrong. Okay. You can't put him in a bad. Uh, Brian Cranston, he's the bomb. Shoot, I don't care what he could play. Freaking Princess Ariel, for all I care. Yeah, he could play a dad in a sitcom, and everybody would love it. Like wait he did. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> Malcolm <laughs> in the middle, kidding. Jack. That I'm just, just happened. <laughs> Malcolm in the middle. Where he's at? He's in the middle. Um, you got anything else, Hall? No, that's good. Yep. That's good for me too. All right. Let's give away The Last of Us. Sweet. Um, we asked you guys to tag two people and listen to the show. We're not asking for too much here. Um, and you did it and it was awesome. And the winner is TJ is Cobra at Elmo Boy TJ. Sweet. So hit us up and listen. We're doing this a new way. So if you don't listen to the show and we don't hear from you, then we're just going to give it to somebody else because we love giving stuff away. But we want you, you know, around. Right, Gabe, my address is. Uh... Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. And then also, uh, congratulations, TJ. Hit us up. And then also, I asked you guys, not on the podcast, because I totally forgot when we were doing the podcast, because if you listen to after the credits, I dropped out of the show. That was awesome. Because my. Because my laptop, like, just quit working for whatever reason. And Hall pinched hit, which was awesome. Yeah, it was great. And then I ended up doing the ending afterwards, after everybody was gone. And Tim did an incredible editing job. And he can't even tell I was gone. It was flawless, Hall. That was flawless. When I heard it, I just started smiling. I was like, ooh, that boy Hall is a bad man. I did the same thing, too. I'm like, man, that's just good. Oh, that joke is slick with it. I can edit it and make you guys say whatever I want. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, Like they did the chef on South Park after uh, Isaac Hayes quit. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Oh, they made him say all kind of crazy stuff in that last episode. Don't go listen to it. 
Um, all right. So I asked you guys if you'd ever quit on a game. If there's ever been a game that you were like, and I'm done with this. Everybody knows I fell asleep during ICO and I never ended up finishing it. I didn't finish a Final Fantasy 13-2 either. Um, Hall, is there one you can think of off the top of your head that you didn't finish? Hmm. I mean, there's some games that I don't finish, but that's just because I have to move on to something else. But not because I didn't want to. <laughs> I got you. Um, so I'm not sure exactly. Starting with the forum, uh, we have Nick Cooper. He said, I gave up on Nino Cooney. Mm. And you loved yeah. that game, didn't you, Gabe? I thought it was great. I can see giving up on it, but it was still good. Um, and then Panda Robot from the, <laughs> I love that name. Panda <laughs> Robot from the forum said, Sonic Unleashed was terrible. So I gave up on that one very quickly. I also gave up on Tron Evolution. Avatar the game and the Born Identity, which were all crappy games. I got. I think if I would have played any of those, I probably would have given up on them. Yeah, I'd have given up on those two for sure. Ed Placencia said he gave up on World of Warcraft, and I've never even played it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ed! Uh, You see footage of the game, you're like, I I give up. I'm good. (laughs) Appreciate you, Uh, Tigsta. On the forum said uh, San Andreas started boring me. Last of Us, he got stuck and gave up, but he will finish it. Oh. Heavy Rain and every Mario game. That's a shame. Wow. You should finish at least one Mario game, Tixta. Please. I dropped uh, off of Saints Row 3 now that I think about it. Yeah. I, oh, there you go. I dropped it off just of Saints, got Row, boring. Saints Row 2 when it was uh, free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Shea Corville at Shea Corville on Twitter said Dragon Age Origins. Hmm. Or oranges. oranges, oranges. Yep. He said he started it at least five times, fell asleep every time, and it says fiance probably beat it five times. She is amazing. Wow, that's incredible. Good hmm. woman. Uh, Colin. Oh man, shoot. I'm not even gonna get anywhere. Cl- Dignum, Duignum, Dignum. D-U-I-G-N-A-M at Diego can't score. Ashamed to say Last of Us just got to Pittsburgh. Oh, man. Uh, He said he found it hard to be engaged in the story. And he asked if he was cheating himself by not finishing it. Yes. Yeah. Finish that game, man. It's so good. It gets better and better. Yep. The ending uh, is awesome. And then the last one at Euro Chuck Norris. He said Dark Souls on 360. Then go. he came back six months later and owned that Joker. Sweet. <laughs> I love that. That's great, man. That, I love when like you give up on a game and you know it's just digging in the back of your mind like, oh, I got to do that. I got to do that. And he goes back exactly. and schools it. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Good job, brother. He said love the show. Appreciate it. Um, Thank you guys so yeah, much for answering everybody our answering our questions. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's awesome. Even though it came through late. Um. And uh, if you want to continue the conversation, you know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter at MTTGCast. Uh, married to the Games.com slash forum. Come join the conversation. Also, we're going to be beta testing some new stuff on the forum soon. Sweet. Ooh, are we? I like yes. that. That's exciting. Also, we're going to be doing some new intros for the show. We want you guys to intro the show. If you want to intro the show, just email me, Gabe at MarriedToTheGames.com. This is what we want. Hi, my name is Blank. I'm from Blank, and you're listening to Married to the Games. And you can, like, you can, you know, 
add a little of your own flavor if you want. You Ooh, can do, I love you know, that. You know, that'll be fun, right? That's going to be we'll awesome, a, man. Yeah. We'll have a bunch of people introing the show over the music bed at the very beginning. Your voice will be the first thing y'all hear. It'll be so much fun. That's great, man. Don't be embarrassed. Send it all in because we love that stuff. I don't care if you. Yeah. And we love this community and we want you guys to be, we want you guys to hear from you guys just like we did the uh, favorite video games memory. Anyway. Hey, and if anybody knows the voice of characters, please have them send us something. Yeah. <laughs> like if anybody knows Charles Martinet, please have Mario enter the show. That's right. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Speaking of which, has anybody submitted the, uh, bu- the Bioware challenge for Dragon Age yet? We need, I'm doing mine tonight. Okay. Uh, I need, when is the deadline? The 24th. Okay, I gotta do mine too. No, I'm and probably Hall. not gonna make that. Uh, Hall, Go to blog.bioware.com. You can find out more things about Dragon Age Inquisition. Come on, man. We all gotta do it for fun. I think it'd be a good Hall, time. Hall, please. Yeah. Just do it tomorrow. I just want, I'd want to hear Hall. I'd want to hear Hall just in a different voice. Like just something a little bit different just to see, see it. Oh, I think it'd be great. It'd be incredible. Uh, all right. Let's get into some questions. around this stuff this is a long podcast but i love it it's it great sorry. okay let's let's move uh, we got an email from mr travis prospicel use your be- oh great <clears throat> use your best iris <laughs> accent for this email as a tribute to saint patty's day uh, okay. oh lord all right here we go <clears throat> all right vr headsets seem to be the latest and greatest thing in gaming do you think that these will find a foothold among today's gamers there you go. There's my Irish. There's my Irish accent. That was really good. That was thank amazing. You. Thank you. Thank you. I can't do any accents. You know that? <laughs> I can do kind of, I can do kind of British and that's about there it. There you go. All right. So, uh, and now I'll translate to English. VR headsets seem to be the latest and greatest thing in gaming. Do you think that these will find a foothold among today's gamers? We've kind of touched based on this. Uh, yeah. it's, it's still going to be too early to tell, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a hard one to call, man. Really yeah. hard. If they're the right price, like people, they gotta be a lot super of people, cheap. a lot of people picked up Connect, and that was one fifty. A lot of people picked yeah, up. Yeah, but the Connect stuff. wasn't like strapping something on your face. Like it's a, it's a whole nother level of nerddom that you have to cross <laughs> over yeah. to yeah. want to do but that. I, th- that's the thing, though, is I kind of feel like if the Connect was something more like a VR headset, then it would have sold more. Maybe. Man, I don't know. Eh, maybe not. My thing is like, if that thing comes out and it's like 150 bones, it's going to be really hard for me not to get just to kind of have it. It's like I have a 3D television downstairs and never have used the nope. 3D on it. Nope. But, I, <laughs> but I just have it because I can kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so I think I'd get it for that in, instead of like in every game that came out, I'd have to be playing it through my virtual headset. Do you think it's going to be 150 bucks though? Ah. <sighs> Do you Man. think they would re-release uh, Virtual Boy titles? <laughs> <laughs> All in red. Red lines. Red lines! Uh, I don't think it's going to be less than 150 I think they'll be 299 I'm not getting if it's $300. I'm with you. That's too I'm, expensive. I know, but it's VR, man. Yeah, it's and by the time it's out, tech. that's how much the pl- PlayStation 4 is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty high-tech no, stuff, you. though. I know, but still, golly. They'll be... You can either get the PS4 for 299 or bundled with the VR headset for 499 I bet. A lot of money, Jack. Well, Travis, thank you for that email. Appreciate it. Thank you for making me do an Irish accent. 
Keep my chops. Yeah, that was awesome. Keep my chops up. All right, moving on to yeah. Facebook. We got Mr. Mike Fowler. With the first day of spring approaching, what is one game you want to get done for spring cleaning and any downloadable game you're springing forward for? Mine is Fez for PlayStation next week. Mm. Yeah, that was mm. that would be an actually a very interesting game to play. Um, I I'm just I've just been I've been saying it forever. I just can't wait to play Second Son. So that's what I'm going to be playing. I've done a lot of my spring cleaning in the winter time. I went back and did my stack of shame. I've got nothing in my stack of shame right now, except uh, I do want to go back in the downloadable category because of PlayStation Plus. I do want to play Bioshock Two. I do. I need to play XCOM. And uh, I, think I can't believe you still haven't played XCOM uh, yet. I, still, no. I, I have it downloaded. I just haven't done it yet. Uh, I know at I'm least gonna, you have it. That I, game's good. I know I'm going to get that hooked game on that game. So good. All right. Oh. So, so that's, see the reason the whole reason I have a pile of shame is because of that game. There you go. Right. See, and that's yeah. that's the thing. I did everything in reverse. I've got my pile of shame done. Now I can go back and do it. <laughs> um, I think uh, I'd like to finish up. Assassin's Creed 4, because I feel like I've been playing it since it came out. Um, that would be me. Yeah. And uh, I want to get, gosh, I got to finish up Persona before, I mean, Persona before I go to freaking Final Fantasy X, even though it's like a, a five-year-old game or older. Like, I I just, I, something in me you know wants you're to play that again. playing it, though. Want to play some Blitzball, man. Let's get this yeah. thing cracking. That Blitzball game wasn't bad. I know it was fun. Especially once you got your team up. The first couple of games, you're a little rough. Because you're like, man, well, my team sucks. So I'm going to do it. But, um, okay, sorry, Hall. Uh, I need to obviously wrap up Mass Effect 3. And then I'd like to play the infamous games before I buy a PS4. There you go. Yeah, you I need to play one, too. That's totally doable. Cause you're yeah, Stancil would summer. be proud. Yeah. Um, and you can I'm, probably grab it for super cheap right now too. No, I already have them. Oh, you do? Yeah, I got the first one for free when they apologized. Yeah, when the uh, Sony apology, and then I got the second one for free, free at yep. the introduction of PS Plus. That's right. That's how I got mine. Uh, that's how I got two as well. Yep. Boom, boom. It was great. Everybody great. say wayho. Um, great. but yes, I, I would like to play those and just kind of streamline them go through get the stories and uh everything before buying a ps4 so there you go sweet those mike, are on the list mike thanks good for question that. yep great question let's move on to twitter we're going to start lightning around this um ryan hillis at our chillis uh settle a debate do you feel call of duty and battlefield are more focused on multiplayer than single player or is the focus equal in both modes I think it's totally multiplayer. Multiplayer. Because that's where the that's where everybody's at and that's why they are so popular. You yeah. know what's interesting? I I don't know if they focus more on multiplayer because it's not like they have to do anything that much about the multiplayer. That's like true. with a with a with a campaign, you have to write a script, you gotta come up with yeah, a Yeah, yeah, that's you know, very true. All this idea. And, and the this newest Call of Duty, I actually thought that they focused on the campaign a little bit. I'm not gonna say it's fifty fifty, it's probably still a little bit on the multiplayer side just because of all the different games you can play and the leveling systems and how they're going to unlock the guns and your, you know, the everything like that. So I still say they probably focus more on multiplayer, but probably not as much as people might think because there there is a lot to the campaign, especially with Call of Duty. And I remember one of my buddies was playing Battlefield, which I still haven't played yet, even though I own it. Um, and, 
he was like, yeah, I don't really like the campaign. And then like halfway through it, he was like, I love this. And then <laughs> liked it for the rest of the way out. So. Yeah. I mean, they definitely spare no expense on the campaign. Like, that's, I know that's right, Jack. Just, just f- because they may focus on the multiplayer more doesn't mean they, they don't just throw away the campaign. They definitely put Amen. a lot into yeah, it. Yeah, but they have the money to do so. And the reason why they have the money to do so, I think, is because the popularity of those games is focused on multiplayer. Not, oh, I agree. And I'm not saying like, I think the developers still, they do a single campaign, they still do everything else, but for the, the, the general gamer, and I'm not even talking about the hardcore gamer, just the general gamer, Call of Duty, Battlefield, those are the, the main titles that you hear them play. When they say that they play video games, it's either Call of Duty, Madden, or, you know, Battlefield, or something like that, you know? Yeah, so, and it's always online. Yeah, it's always there. It's a really yeah. good question, Ryan. Thank you for that. But I, I, I'll say this much about Call of Duty: you was in space and underwater. I'm just saying they yeah. had they basically no, covered. They, they, yeah, they definitely. The campaign for Ghost was pretty good. It was the best in a little in a little while. Ryan Cromer at our Cromer Five. Since you guys love music, what's the most influential album of your life? Ooh, wow. Then also your favorite. Wow, that's a huge question. Oh man. You know what? I actually have an answer to that. Oh, hit it. Um, strangely enough, growing up, one of the most influential, uh, people I listened to, two guys, was actually, uh, Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole. For some strange huh. reason, uh, a babysitter I had loved old standards. And so when my mom would go out of town and he would watch me and my little brother, he would always play that music. And that music really got me singing in the first place. And it's just crazy that I sing now for a living. Obviously, I don't sing Michael Bublé's style music but that music really got me singing huh. um and then my favorite album of all time and it goes i mean even when i was playing video games as a kid is the score 1996 by the fugees nice the score was an awesome album. it's one of my that desert a, island albums that was a good album i mean that and like miseducation of lauren hill i mean uh, golly that's a good album miseducation of lauren hill always reminds me because that was right around when lauren and i got married so that's always a nice happy feeling for me too that's used to, dope. we used to listen to that all the time yeah that's me and jenny with john legend yes hmm. um influential album or in your favorite i don't know i have i have different albums that bring me back from different genres like uh one of growing up, like one of the albums I think for me was, uh, and it wasn't just a particular album. Let's say an artist was U2 because I thought they were, you know, here are these young Irish kids and you know, they're, they're talking about all kinds of different things and their music was amazing. I've seen them like three or four times. Um, but then like on the hip hop side, like what got me into hip hop was tribe called quest low end theory. It's such a great record. There you go. And, uh, you know, it's like, that got me into digging deeper into, into like more New York City hip hop. Then I started listening to, to uh, artists like Gangstar and Nas and and uh, just all these different. I mean, it kind of. Runs and I gotta through. say, Router is not fronting. He really likes hip hop. No, I came up listening to hip hop. When I'm to, in the car with Router, he knows all the words. <laughs> to no, I like, and I'm not trying to be like this, you know, hip hop dude. I just, I love. I've always loved '90s hip hop. To me. Like that was my, that was my go-to. Eighties and nineties hip hop is the stuff I can listen to. Oh like, yeah, I oh, you're can't so really good. listen much past that. That was my happy place, man. Like I loved it. Yeah. I used to spin it. Like when I was in college, I I worked with uh, two buddies of mine who were mobile DJs. So we did all like the fraternity parties and the sorority parties and all their like 
balls and whatever they did. And it was fun, man. Like I got paid while I was in college. It was great. And we used to spin anything and everything. Some of the, it, it depends, like some of the frat houses, like they, they loved like all the latest hip hop and house music. So we would play that. So we always had crates of stuff that we would play and spin. And that's how I got into it too. And it's just, man, it's just good. I love it. Word to your mother. That's right. Come coming straight out of Franklin, a white <laughs> dude named Tiger Claw. A white dude named Tiger Claw. <laughs> Uh, Hall, what about you, man? I'm curious about your your influences. I, I kind of I had a couple of favorite artists uh, from teenage years. Uh, specifically, I listened to a lot of the Tooth and Nail records. Nice. Oh yeah, sure. Um, so Under Oath and Blindside were very big for me, and I can still listen to those records a lot today. Are you an MXPX fan at all? Uh. They I kind of was when I was a kid, I guess. Yeah. They I was were say, how were you nail. not if you were in a tooth and nail? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I was less into punk and more into the hardcore stuff, I guess. Nice. Mm. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, when I got into recording engineering, I kind of started to like albums for their fidelity. Mm. So, for instance, there was an engineer um, named Roger Nichols who recorded a lot of the stuff that you know, we're familiar with from the seventies and the early eighties. Uh, and he was very technically proficient and very much a stickler for recording. And if you've ever listened to the Steely Dan records, you know, mm. you, you know that they just have amazing fidelity and, uh, Asia specifically, I was listening to that record at work yesterday. And that's like one of my favorite records to listen to just cause it sounds good. That's so mm. cool that like, you can kind of pick that you can pinpoint those, those engineers like that's how you know that you have it's in your blood, man. Because you can you can pinpoint that stuff. That's really yeah. It's cool. kind of a disease. So. <laughs> no, yeah. man, it's not a disease. It's I like bet a, it can be a curse. To me, I know some people with perfect pitch, and they're like, "You don't want perfect pitch, <laughs> trust me." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you, you you don't want to listen to music in that way because then that makes you listen to older music that you used to enjoy and be like, "Ah, oh, this is terrible." Right. Like the recording quality, you'll be like, "Ah, so bad." Yeah. You know? How we doing? It, on it is a curse. <laughs> yeah, I can I can imagine that. How we doing on time, boys? Do we need to wrap this up? Hey, you're the one on vacation, Jack. Hey, you I'm tell on, us. That's what I'm saying. I'm on vacation. I can. Everybody's asleep now, and I got a. How many more questions you got? I got like five. Whoa! Lightning round. All right, lightning round. Who do you like in the NCAA tournament? This is from 16-bit dreams at University I, of Dayton, baby. University of Dayton. Alrighty. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Heat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have I have no idea. I actually looked over. I actually looked over some stuff today just because I was curious as now to what was in going it right on. Now, anyway, like oh, uh, they just started. They, okay, just they just started, so it's not like we're far into it. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, with, it, I'll go with Louisville just because they won it last year, right? I'll or go they, with Michigan State. Michigan State, just, man. Sparties are aren't they a basketball fa- team? Yeah, they're favored. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't I don't pay attention to uh, college basketball that much, but I do kind of take a look at it in March because yeah. of the March Madness, I usually obviously. do a bracket and I didn't yeah. this year and I always love like this these smaller teams that come out of nowhere and just school people like I UD, love this man UD I, won today yeah see I love those kind of uh nice. I love those kind of Cinderella yeah, UD stories. is a very small I mean they're small and underprivileged school for sure I mean it's it's it is a private college but like I used to go to the basketball games a lot when I was a kid and it was just a very you know like you you would see a ton of people that you knew because the college is so small. Wow, so that's cool. Yeah, um, 
at uh, Robo P1G. That's Dave K. Will Gabe wait for Project Morpheus to play Outlast properly? And how, <laughs> how many adult diapers will be worn? <laughs> <laughs> Guard your manhood, Gabe. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I would never play You're, that with Project dude, Morpheus. On. Dude, you are done with that game, aren't you? I'm done with it till you come over and right, we yeah, play yeah, it some we, more on Twitch. Yeah, we got to do that. Yep. Uh, that was a good one. At Shea Kerville, our boy, uh, where is your favorite place to eat out and what do you order? Hmm. Uh, my favorite place is a place up just a little north of Nashville called City House. And yeah, you I, love that place. Oh, it's so good. And I always get their margarita pizza because it's just ridiculous. Hmm. Hall? Gosh, I'm trying to think. We have a lot of places that we like, but we're a little bit more limited because Krista has a gluten intolerance. Um, really? Yeah. She's so yeah, trendy. I knew that. She is so trendy. I forgot how trendy she was. <laughs> oh no, she has to. It's a it's a have to. No, it's thing. bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Brick. There's a a place called Bricks in Nolansville. It's really good. They make really Bricks good gluten free pizza. Yeah, Bricks Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um. But as far as a favorite place, I don't think we have a favorite really. Um. For us, Burger it's Republic jail. is darn good though. I haven't been there yet. I heard it's awesome. Oh, so good. I'm a burger aficionado, you know. <laughs> you, then you need to go. Um, you really need to go. Get the family. I, uh, I, we go to a place called J. Alexander's. Ooh. It's probably our favorite place to go eat. And everything on the menu is good, but I always get the burger because it's like ridiculously good. Have <laughs> you, I've, I, I know I've asked you this before. Have you had their ribs? No, I haven't. I always you, get the burger. Do you like ribs though? Of course. Oh, you have to. Honestly, I think they have some of the best ribs in town. I'll try them next time. You have to. Oh, great. I forgot that picture I uh, tweeted out over the weekend. That was Chris and I at Bricks Cafe. So sweet. Yeah, I saw her sipping sipping from a drink. All right, final question. We'll wrap this up uh, at that. Child I thought you said five. Was that five already? Uh, one, two. No, I said okay. I lied. It was three. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Learning to count with Tim Webb. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, will, all right, and this is just a good wrap up question anyway. Will you marathon Second Son or will you savor it bit by bit? I am going to savor it because I probably won't be able to marathon it, but I, I cannot wait. Monday morning, uh, coming back from vacation, I'm still going to get my butt up at 5 a.m. and I'll play an hour's worth of Second Son if I pick it up. Hopefully, I'll pick it up that And you're going to Twitch Sunday. cast that thing. And I should definitely Twitch cast that. So. Uh, you'll see my bed head and everything. It'll be great. No, I don't. Do they have a way to archive those now? Archive the PS4 Twitch stuff. I th- I don't know if they figured that out yet. Yeah, I don't we know. need to get that stuff up on our YouTube. Yeah, because they didn't archive mine when I played Outlast. Yeah, it I did, wanted to see it that. Did not, it? or it did. It did not. Because mm. I was going to put it up on YouTube, but didn't happen. Mm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm going to be savoring it as I always do with my games. Because um, very rarely do I have the time to marathon anything. And I saw that somebody asked us about the PlayStation Eyes and why they've gotten so popular, and it's all because of Twitch. It's yes. it's exactly because of Twitch. Um, because people are like, "Oh snap! I can have a camera and a microphone, and people are making money doing this." Yeah, me too. Yeah, people. Like, all right. People used to pay a ridiculous amount of money to have that kind of broadcasting set up, and now you can just—it's pretty Hit a cheap button. to have it. It's yeah. crazy. Crazy. And yep. now you can use your Pulse Elites as your microphone oh, because goodness. they work wirelessly now. Sweet. You're all hooked up, man. Thank you guys for the questions. Yes, it was awesome. Um, 
as always, or as much as I remember, we want to ask you guys a question before we get out of here. And I thought this one was good only because you've heard my like disdain for my username. But, <laughs> but we've all had, we've all had to name characters probably at one time or the other. And I'm wondering what like ridiculous names have you given some characters in your uh, video game journey? Uh, I've talked about this before. <laughs> I always name my characters real serious because I take my games real serious. <laughs> and I remember what about, what about friends? Like, I think he named Cloud Strife like Buttface or something like that when we were playing Final Fantasy VII. And I remember being like, Buttface, how can you, what, this is a serious game. You need to take this serious. <laughs> I didn't tell him that. Dumb. I didn't tell him that, but that's how I felt in my heart. Um, and so what crazy names have you given characters? Hall or Router, do you have any names that you're like, it was just ridiculous and you I named somebody? I played Fallout 3 as my cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I just thought it was always, funny. always play as my name. I don't know why. I'm just old school. Old school. I just play as my name. and You do? Yeah. I don't, like, want, to, I don't want to play as my name because I don't want to think about the horrible things that I have to do in the game. Yeah, no, I just play. I'm not talking about username, though, Router. I'm talking like, have you ever had to name a character? Well, like in, no, no, I always use my name. Yeah, Fallout 3, he was Tim Router. I was Tim Router. <laughs> oh, I just, that's I hilarious. Just use, I either use Tim or Timmy. That's what I'll use. <laughs> nice. That is so funny. It caught me off guard in Persona because they were like, what's your name? And then the thing came up and it didn't give you an, it, like, none of the characters, your character's not pre-named. Which usually I just go with the pre-named one. Like I just went with Cloud. Right. right. Um, like I just went with, you know, like in Mass Effect. Can't you rename him or no? You can. You can rename his first name. Um, his default's so, John Shepard. Yeah, I never change that stuff anymore because I take it too serious. But so did you like look left, look right, and then name him Buttface? Yeah, exactly. I looked over my shoulder. <laughs> I was like, this will be perfect. <laughs> I think I named him Lane. L a i n e. So, oh, another ship is coming to port. Another, ah. ship, another ship is coming to port, Captain. No, I will say this. From here on out, though, I will probably be going by Tiger Claw. Oh, well, of oh, course perfect. you need to. I, I think I almost have to at this point. I don't see how you couldn't. I love that you played as your cat. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> I love that. Like I said, I didn't want to have to think about my name and then shooting dudes in the face. So. That's funny. That is awesome. Well, that wraps up episode 79. We're going to be 80 weeks old next week. It's amazing. Um, we're excited about it. Oh, guess what I'm giving away this week? A second son scarf. It's second Sweet. son week. And, and Stancil gave me a extra one. And so it's going to one of our listeners. And also TJ, who won the last of us game that came from Stancil as well. So Stancil's showing all kind of love this week. He's giving That's away awesome. a game, giving away a scarf. He was on the show and his so, game comes out this week and his game comes out. Uh, Santa Stancil. Yeah. Santa Stancil. He's got that beard going. Um, mm -hmm. so thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you guys ready to get up out of here? Let's yeah. do it. Well, I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Timothy Hall. That is Tim in the happiest place on earth, Tiger Claw Router. <laughs> <laughs> and we are married to the games and we up out this thing. Peace!